0: This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Geldnar Hothbane of Gilgamesh, Alex Stryker of Coral, Draco Kirova of Kaktar. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash Radio. Coming soon to patch 8.35. It's the Yoshi-P approved new player versus player system, it's Scion Watch. Before that though, Yoshi would like to extend his deepest apologies knowing that Scion Watch was slated for the 6.1 release. Without further ado, we bring you all of the details of Scion Watch. Scion Watch is a unique battle mode where you're forced into first person perspective. By using this unique perspective, players of one faction must escort a far-venture safe-cash gobby cart to the other side of a dangerous battlefield full of other players looking to stymie your course. Strung about the battlefield are also containers filled with hero power, or HP. Fill your party's HP gauge to transform into special heroes. The hero summoned is based on whether you're defending or protecting the gobby cart. The Scions escort the cart while the Garleans try to destroy it. Base heroes include Lease, Hexed Fist, and Guizo. Premium heroes can be unlocked via currency accrued during play or through lockboxes for purchases in the MOG station. By participating in Scion Watch, you can earn tombstones, PVP marks, and an exclusive minion, obtainable after playing in 10 matches. Play Scion Watch today. Scion Watch will not be available to play today and has been delayed for the development patch 8.35. Please look forward to it. Please understand.
1: I don't get it. Oh, Ascalia. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. Limitbreakradio.com
2: 5, 4, 3, 2,
1: one. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Episode one thirty eight.
0: One thirty eight.
1: One thirty eight. Wow, blown my head off there, Chuck. You gotta be. I, I, I backed off mid speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: he's learning <laughs> it's, it's you, something. You, you figured
1: it out and then you stopped figuring it out. Like you, it was like you, were, you like went back and then went back in again. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, you're terrible at this. And Nika wow. again fails the waterfall. Yeah, come on, Nika.
3: Uh, Sorry.
1: Welcome to the welcome to the show. <laughs> Appreciate having you along. Twitch.tv slash limit break radio. Limitbreakradio.com to check out the podcast and all of the other shit that we got there. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff there if you want. If you have a a weekend or something.
2: Stop touching Ascalia's mic. What? Stop caressing it like you miss him. I mean I do, but I wanted to get it out of the way so I could gaze into daddy's Lovely eyes Yeah, no I get get lost
1: in that Welcome to Limit Break Radio We appreciate having you along Uh, Let's kick it on over to our Eorzean Studios Where you can join us on the Sergeant Tannis server Uh, We're in the Goblet, Fifth Ward, plot number 30 If you want to come here and wave at the camera Wave your penis at the camera We don't really give a shit
2: I have
0: to apologize to everyone I'm not in studio today I'm sorry I woke up at my normal time To see a message from Juxta That was like You need to come over early I have to stop by work So like I'm in a rush I completely forgot about it You wanna know why He needed to stop in early? To give them
2: donuts To give them donuts? Okay, sorry no, sorry, sorry no. Timbits Yeah they are timbits, timbits Thank you very much <gasps> Oh I have white hot chocolate in the car Hey yes. qu- A question Do you have Timbits for us? No Why? Did you ask for them? I Did mean, they ask for them? Yeah. You're a liar. There was a lot of hesitation there. (laughs) You are a liar. That was a Nika hesitation there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Seriously, you could have drove a truck through that pause.
2: No? No. Nothing? No, okay. I just said no.
1: I'm just saying, you know, next Sunday. Do you want Timbits? uh, Next Sunday, I I would love some Timbits. Okay. You know,
3: there are literally no listeners in our studio. We are the only three people in
1: here. Bach is here. Hmm. There's no one playing this game, Where? Nika. we it right there on the wall. He's the demon piano. Yeah.
3: Oh, I thought you meant like We're
1: Bach. never alone when we're hanging <laughs> out with you Bach. Like an
3: actual listener. Like How do you not know who
2: people. Bach is? We had I his... forgot
0: you named him. She we doesn't even... pay attention. Oh my sing... gosh. No, she even got a postcard with him on it.
2: I oh yeah. remember. Yeah. You don't,
1: Nika. Two cats yelling is saying that the show's dying. Yeah, it is. But we is. Do Nobody have,
0: loves us enough I mean, to come a to our
1: studio. Is, a is not showing up anymore. People are like, what's the point? Mo-
0: we Mo- ha- moment of silence for Ascalia, who, by the way, Juxta replaced his chair with as close to a tombstone as we could find. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's just like a little miniature dragon Oh, it's
3: a little swylered head.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's huh. <Aww>. It's pink.
0: <laughs>
3: And today is the last show where I am an Aura. I go back to my sweet, beautiful femoral ways in two days. Oh, God. No.
0: No. Ah. Yep. What can we do to make you stay Aura long?
2: Seriously.
3: Nothing.
0: Nothing? What if someone donated $100 today?
3: Doesn't matter.
2: Wow. wow. Nika loves kids with cancer, apparently. So selfish. The deal was one
3: month. Well, we're trying to make a new
2: deal. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make a new deal.
3: Let's get LBR to ten K total. What
1: well, how deal or no deal? Hang on, hang on. What did you need to be able to reach your fundraising goal for last night?
3: Eighteen hundred, so that's like How
1: close did you get?
3: I only need like two hundred Okay something. Someone if
1: someone gives two hundred bucks to extra life. No, if
3: we no, we need to get LBR to ten K, so that's between no, no, like no, no, my stream and your stream. No, that's my goal. This is if what, we can get between hey. my stream, your stream, and El in next stream. Then I'll change to something else. For how long?
2: Another a month. Year.
3: A year? Fuck no.
1: Well, Language. but I mean, like two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks is uh, that should be
0: worth a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Geez, yeah. Nika. No, how it's about a, how about the it's person? A the person to to a month in
3: the first place. Two hundred isn't going to get me there.
1: How about the person who 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 gives it gets to choose? Ooh, yeah, but they have to do it all in one shot, of course. And it's got to be by the end of this episode.
3: I I don't okay. think I can to that. No. If it took it took twelve hundred to get me to change the first place. Two hundred is not going to cut it.
0: From one person, because that gets you to your goal. That gets yeah. you to your goal. Come on. It was my
3: goal for dark. That's my Dark Souls goal. Just no. Thought uh, it, I
1: thought that was your overall goal.
3: It, well, it, no, my overall goal was like twelve
0: hundred, and I met that, and that's why I'm an all raw. I just changed it to for last night. Oh, okay. Come on, Cecil's pointing out that we won't won't be able to do this again because the game won't even be around next year.
1: That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it'll be free to play oh, i would i would love that so the, much the the you know
0: i i'd put myself out there and say if someone donates $200 to my extra life i would switch to whatever you want but it's I, not I, worth I don't, that I don't think i play enough for it to be worth it Yeah, no, one, It'd be like $5 no
1: exactly zero people are going to be like yeah i i see the value in doing that especially because i've already been everything yeah. except for a row wait yeah. no i was a row too yeah. no, you yeah. were a row i, yeah, remember I tried it. to block that it was out. those
3: glorious like week or so where you were a row <laughs>
1: It was like a month. Try, I'm trying to remember one of those shitty phrases that I've heard one of those white power guys say on the news. You're a race trader, Kahlo. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> I think because, That's I what was, it is. because you're I a was, race
1: trader. Because
0: I was everything. I'm more of like a race slut, aren't I? No, no. I'm no. just trying to
3: well, kind of
0: just trying to find the most offensive thing to go. Or
3: college. you're just. Um discovering your inner self and still trying to
1: figure it out no, going, fuck going that. My Scalia phase. no fuck that no 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 the national storm would say that you're a race <laughs> trader. all right all right anyway thanks for joining us appreciate having you along i'm sorry that uh, our live listeners had to uh wait a few to uh be able to you know get the get the show to start. Um they were entertained. Uh, yes, yes. The Checkpoint Radio podcast ran long and we didn't even get to finish it. There was still about 20 minutes left. Can I
0: say that so for, for that,
1: anyone for, so for anyone uh who only got about half the explanation and want <laughs> to be able to finish the discussion, that exists over at our website checkpointradio.com. So make sure you check that out.
0: Yeah, I have to say that watching that between uh uh between me, Escalia and Norris, especially Norris his discomfort in the room was like palpable.
1: Right, but like eventually it broke it when did. he it started did. when he started coming over to my way. <laughs> when he
2: started
0: seeing things you were way. That's right. Waiting.
1: When he started seeing the light. He started he, looking into your
2: eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why do you always have to take it there? Yeah,
2: why why do you got to make it weird? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm you make insane. it weird every time. It's only weird if you make it weird. Every time. you make it weird. Seriously. Just let it flow and we'll be... No, no. all. It'll be all Gucci, okay? I need you... Oh, no. (laughs) I need you... Wait, (laughs) the fuck did you just say? What? I said it'll be all Gucci if you just let it flow. I I want to string you up by your entrails right now. Oh, my gosh. That's just such a minor quibble. Just move past it.
0: At least he's not using the term bougie what's, what's that <laughs> one don't no, <laughs> like, one, like, tell like, no it, one tell him no one tell him all right thi- this is your mission during this show you have to try to use that in proper context <laughs> without, without looking, looking it, it up uh, yeah i'll look, look, look it up you can't look it
1: up good luck uh, i'm sure it'll be bougie. no bushy 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 boozy B- boozy B- okay we got like bougie a- and boo no one say it no stop it nika do not help him <laughs> do not help him if you help him i swear to god
3: i'm, I'm not gonna help him
1: i will mute your channel like you so fucking fast oh my oh, god juxta. um all right so anyway welcome to the show <laughs> the why it. shit thing, show that
2: it is yeah. The,
0: it, clearly
1: yeah clearly escalia was the glue that held this show together <laughs>
0: I miss well, him you know already. what? If we're describing him as the glue that held it together, he's lucky that he got to quit and he wasn't just killed off. By the
1: way, did you guys did you guys listen to the the open on the podcast I did last week? Yes.
0: yes.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Why do you gotta add stuff and just ruin it? Jack <laughs> says, like, wasn't it good the way it was? No. It was perfect the way it was. It wasn't. Was. Then you just jizz all over it, you, and now you can't even lick up the jizz. It's all crusty. You shot the rump cock, though we never really we never really addressed
1: this I mean, I mean I made a senior decision that you shot the rumcock luckily I mean someone did luckily though no you did I named you as the shooter the, the last Our, rumcock unless, is a unless unless juxta is trying to claim that there were two shooters in the rumcock incident <laughs> was there also a magic bullet too it it curved it did it we how have, did it curve we have co- curving bullets. Well, I never said that the rumcock died, just that you shot it.
0: Rumcock is well, immortal. Well, it, it did trust no, me. He's no, he's the last one. No. He has the life force of all rumcocks prior to him within him. The rumco- and it only takes one bullet to take it out. The rumcock definitely didn't die. He, he actually probably looks a little bit better, to be completely honest. He was hideous before.
1: The rumcock was rushed to the Dallas hospital, and guess what?
0: Why were they in Texas? I don't...
1: <laughs> you're Jesus you're running the joke oh my God. <laughs> you're running the joke right now I don't does he get the joke I don't think he I does. Don't think he does I don't think he does oh my God. but instead of
2: having the back of his head blown off uh it, it, the the rumcock was actually he was okay so was the scaly's wife and trying to pick up the back of his skull <laughs> desperately <laughs> wearing a little pillbox hat oh nanisha <laughs> oh God do the autistic screeching for me. Excusey.
0: You know... I'm s-
3: okay, I'm sorry, but I know plenty of people with autism, and none of them sound like that.
0: None of them are wyverns either!
3: But, I just...
0: That yeah? Noise, what,
1: what, what are you trying to virtue signal, Nika?
3: No, I'm just trying... I don't know, I just hit that... It just breaks my soul. <laughs> to hear that noise.
0: What Be is ni- it? Be nice to the wyvern. How yeah. many wyverns have you met, Nika?
3: Um. Yeah, none. Sorry
0: okay, all right. Thank you. Well, this one happens
1: to have autism, and now you're okay. making him feel really bad about it. I'm
3: yeah, sorry. You're, you're pointing I'm him sorry, out. sorry, wyvern with autism. I'm, I apologize. Yeah. yeah.
2: Not a jaw. He has a name. Sorry. She has, it has a name. <laughs> it I don't has a name. What is it? It. it, it. Okay. It? it? Well, did, z-, z has a z- name. Zit. Has a name. Did
1: Did Escali ever define its gender? Because we know that that's a really important issue with well, him.
2: Well, probably, probably, actually... I, I assume that's why the wyvern accompanied I Iskali. think a lot of people
0: project their own issues onto their pet, so it was probably transgendered too. Oh, okay. All
1: right. So, yeah, Nika, that way to just assume that wyvern's gender.
0: Yeah, and for all those people out there that okay. thought we just kept Escali around so that we could use him to justify our transphobic and transgendered behavior, we don't.
1: That's right. We don't need a trans shield. Quick, Robbie, put on a dress. <laughs> I feel really uncomfortable <laughs> right now. Hit, hit the trans shield drop.
2: He gave it to us for that very reason. Well, we don't have that prepared. Why don't we have them prepared? Oh my gosh! You know how much work goes into making an Escalia bot. Actually, really not, not that. No, you, yeah. you
1: just didn't. Yeah. No, it takes a lot of work. No, you just didn't do your. You didn't. You didn't do the work. Way to go! He's making a gay Terminator. That's a pretty good one.
2: Yeah, th- I'll, I'll,
0: I'll let that one slide. All right.
1: Yeah. Kind of, you pull, you pulled it out from your tailspin there. Anyway, um, did you guys like Tailspin?
2: I thought it was just like cheap Ducktales ripoff.
1: Um, well, okay. If we're gonna go down that rabbit hole, uh I like tailspin better than I did
0: ducktail. How really? the
1: fuck how the fuck did Baloo from the jungle book learn to fly See, a plane?
0: That's the bigger question.
1: Yeah. What what nuclear wasteland was that show set in where bears suddenly develop the the opposable thumbs to be able to operate a plane? I that's mean, what I wanna know. Cause at some point, Baloo is raising Mowgli in the jungle. And then the next time we see him, he's got a sidekick and a plane that can land on water. I think what probably happened was- That's just a water plane. They have those.
0: I think that- But bears can't fly them! They can if humanity wipes itself out in a nuclear winter. See that? Yes. And then so humanity's gone, but it then starts to change- Now that I believe. Change the animals. Yeah. That's what happened. But
1: where is that movie-
0: that's a good question. Like that's
1: the move. That's the only movie that I've ever wanted to see out of Disney.
0: And it should be R rated. Well, duh. Okay.
1: You know what? You know what? I- or maybe X rated. Weirdest tangent ever. You know that I learned that the Brave Little Toaster not a Disney movie.
3: Yeah. I think yeah. I knew probably. That yeah. Okay. Uh. yeah. Yeah.
1: Not. Yeah. It was just Disney presents. The Brave
0: Little Toaster. Um, okay, so they do own it. They just didn't well, make it. Well, same thing
3: all the Studio Ghibli movies in America. Disney
0: presents Yes. Them, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. exactly. Wow. Oh, oh, that is, okay, that is, is actually mm-hmm. really weird. If yeah. you go
1: back, dude, The Brave Little Toaster's a fucking terrifying movie. Oh, that's oh, yeah, a absolutely messed up movie. movie.
0: That and the Hobbit cartoon with Gollum in it, those two things terrifying. Oh, me. dude, well, that was made by Ralph
1: fucking Bakshi, the same guy who made Fritz the Cat and Wizards. Yep, that, that Gollum
0: still to this day like gives me the creeps.
1: Yeah, Oh, dude, that's a creepy fucking Gollum. All right, um, um, it's a, this is a weird uh, transition into the news, but let's just take it. Let's uh, check out what's going on in FI-14 News. This is a limit-breaking news update.
0: For a limited time, dear friend of the show, Susan Calloway, released a three-song extended play, and it's available to fans everywhere. Originally released exclusively for fans attending Final Fantasy 14 Fan Fest, the bundle includes an autographed CD with Susan's artist cut of answers, Answers remix and her own award-winning single time for this and an autographed 11 by 14 answers poster normally sold separately you can get both items now for just ten dollars plus shipping dude do, do wow. it wow. do it what do it and because that answers remix is probably
1: oh, one of the alone. best oh, I mm-hmm. I wish I wish we had been able to play that at
0: the uh after party mm-hmm, because yeah. that would have been oh. that would have been awesome mm-hmm. that would have been so awesome yeah no I'm actually definitely going to pick this up that's my uh, last week we announced that an LBR listener was inspired to do his own 24-hour extra live stream by us here at Limit Break Radio. He's even done a few interviews with some of us to feature during that 24-hour stream. Oh, of Final
1: Fantasy I wonder who. Oh, oh. I have to say,
0: I was really impressed. So this is something you guys are going to want to tune in to listen to this. So, oh well, way to way to blow my promo.
1: <gasps> you made a promo? No, I was just oh. I was just going to you know be like tune in to find out who it is. Oh, well, it's Callum. There's more than one. Oh shit Oh, oh my god oh, who, who could it be Nika How was your experience
3: It was fun Oh yeah. wow what? <laughs> He's a nice it's, guy
1: I also Great. thought he was A very nice guy Yes yes uh, That will
0: be happening December 8th At 8pm Eastern At twitch.tv Slash N-D-T-E-X There you go to
1: follow It's for the children There you go And uh, yeah You'll hear Exclusive interviews With myself Kahlo And Nika So go check it out Why didn't you do anything, Juxta? Huh? Juxta hates kids with cancer. Yeah. They should probably just... (laughs)
2: No, <laughs> we should probably oh, just you know, get yeah. better Oh,
0: <laughs> oh Juxta <laughs> The next letter from the producer has been announced And this will ironically be episode XL That XL stands for 40 Not extra large I repeat the live letter like the patches we get Are not extra large Oh damn uh, This will take place on December 15th I, at 3am PST I, I, That's like
1: 90% of that Fucking Broadcast every single time Yep. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, according to the announcement The content of the live letter Will be about previewing patch 4.2 And will only be part 1 Of this preview <sighs> But what does that mean? That, that means, means that they have so much stuff For us that they have to really? break into two Bull Bullshit
3: so no. I, am, I am going to Believe that was the
1: beta card. Eureka Look, Eureka is broken <laughs> that's what it is.
2: Please look forward to it in four Okay.
0: To be fair, something has to be finished before it can break.
2: No, no, no. I no, can, it break can break tons in of mid-development. <laughs> that's what happened to before <laughs> it's done. Wait, that happened with what?
3: So that's what happened with FF15. It was broken mid-development. They said, fuck
1: it. And they just released it anyway. I know, right? Yeah. Like, finally, we're on the same <laughs> no, page about they this. They No! it for
3: 10 years. No!
0: <laughs> Not Nika, no! You were Not just about to say the Nika. smartest thing you've ever uttered. Man. <laughs> no. Breaking Brick Mountains, the Dragon Quest X crossover event from last year has returned.
2: Oh, good. No, that was from late,
3: like, farther back than just last year, wasn't it?
2: It was It was like the first year. Well, they still had there. it last year though, didn't they? No. no oh, really? They've only
3: had it like, it was early on in and
2: Well, January.
0: I was wrong. You stupid idiot. We are now seeing the return of a useless seasonal event. But what's changed about it for them to bring it back? absolutely nothing. Zero. Same yeah. quests, same prizes, same everything, except if you've done it before, you can't do it again. Are they
1: already working on FF16? Is that what we have to glean from this? Because, <laughs> like,
0: okay. what, what fucking development is even happening with this game I'm anymore? I'm going to tell you what development is happening because there was a user who posted a, a blog post on the Lodestone basically complaining about this idea that, like, if you're going to redo it so that new people can, can experience it, like, okay, We get that. But shouldn't other players be able to do it again if for no other reason than to experience it with their new friends or if they've thrown away, you know, because they didn't have the room because, remember, they only just added storage to the new residential areas so that way you can get your item again because the only other way to get it is to go to the cash shop and buy it there, which, by the way...
3: Those items through the calamity salvager at all? Mayhap,
0: mayhap our chat would have to. Answer mayhap, that
2: mayhap. <laughs> Did you yeah. just say that? Oh my yes, god, mayhap.
3: Because I know stuff like the. Stop, like,
2: Nika. The Nika. don't let him I'm move past this. Nika, what?
3: what's wrong with well, mayhaps? Nika. Any
2: road. No, <laughs> no. Now, I'm, I'm, now, he's
3: just I'm trying,
2: to deflect, the word, he's I just just trying to deflect it. Mayhap.
1: No. He's just trying to deflect it now. He said it on like, accident. No, slipped what? out, and now he's trying to. Stop it. Own it.
0: Stop it. Hey, asshole. With you guys S. suck! Stop it. I say mayhaps all the time. Anyway, the point that I want to get to, guys, Aniro, you wanted to know, what are they actually developing right now? Because don't in don't the like past the two months, we've now <laughs> seen two seasonal events. We had this one. We had the Halloween one. Okay. Right? Haven't seen a whole lot of new stuff in any of the seasonal events. Yeah. You know what we have seen in the no. past two months, though? What? 16 new items added to the cash shop. Six. In okay two months. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But they can't come up with one or two new items. Well, no, of course. Season, it, why t- would they? It, it takes half a year to make a new item for a seasonal event, right. right? So this is what I want to point out to people, and and anyone who's ever disagreed with us on this point, please call us in we have pointed out call in and and, and talk to us about us try to defend this we've pointed out multiple times that Square Enix is basically a one trick pony at this point that everything that they do from their dungeons to their patch cycle to their expansion cycle even their seasonal event cycles is all the same it's just a repeat. And most of you people that go, No, no, that's not true, haven't been here long enough to see it in the long term, but you can see it in the seasonal events alone, which is the most casual of casual content.
3: I'm still so bitter that they couldn't even add any more like uh, freaking objectives to the Halloween haunted house. Like for
0: Well, I mean, listen. Or I, even put it in a different area or something. A different something? dungeon. That would have been nice. Well, we've we've
1: identified across our various shows that really what loot boxes are are the rng that you would get out of like a diablo like loot system which is an rng based system which in some cases is kind of like overworld content for mmos right like yeah. that they they share at least some similarities right and if they're adding so many items to the cash shop and, and, I mean, we've laid a case in groundwork that they could be taking this game free-to-play at some point. I mean, like, is there any reason to believe that Square Enix would have taken the RNG that we would have normally gotten in overworld Defense, and now is going to nickel and dime that out of us with something like loot boxes? They go free-to-play and they start mm-hmm. adding... Co- at first, cosmetic loot boxes, but then, I mean, you know, if EA can get away with it in Battlefront, okay. I see which the way they the not getting away with it. No, they're not. They're not. But see, like, they needed someone to test the water, or they needed some way to test the water with their own audience. Uh-oh. Here's, I, I think we need to get the tinfoil hats back out. Here's how they could because, I get away Because, hang on, shut the fuck up. I'm driving towards a point. Okay. Is that why they took us all to Las Vegas and 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 put us in front of f- fucking gambling? Introduced the goddamn <laughs> casino, the 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 Golden whatever uh the, the you know the the gold the saucer. Gold Saucer. Thank you. They introduced the Gold Saucer. Was this a long-term plan to try to get us to warm to the idea of loot
0: boxes? I don't think I want to give them that much foresight, because the, the Fan Fests have been in Vegas for a while now. Two yeah, years. Hey, just two. two, two. Years? Well, two Fan Fests four years, right? Two Fan... Uh, oh, yeah. F- but 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 the years before
1: that, it was in California. It wasn't in Vegas.
0: <laughs> that is that, that is some tinfoil hatting. But I think that you are onto something, because as it exists right now, when you look at the cash shop, I don't think there's much evidence there that they could do the loot box thing. However... Once they go to the free-to-play model, once they have the cash shop established, then at one point what they could do is, look, instead of, you know, buying the specific gear that you want with your tombstones, you can pay a third of that for a special box that might have something you want. So you could get it cheaper, and you can buy that with either tombstones or use special currency to buy other tombstones. Oh, Oh, absolutely. For... that uh, way, it's not, sure. it's not directly pay to win. You can still play to win, too. See, I, and that's the thing is that I think that
1: the only reason that Square Enix would have, you know, maybe uh, flinched at doing a system like this is because the laws around something like loot boxes in Japan are much more murky than they are in the U.S., and Which
0: I think, might be the only thing that stopped them from trying to do it thus yes, far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and I mean, it's one thing to go like, yeah. Well, that seems a little bit far fetched. But give me give me evidence that that's not what they were testing the waters for. I mean, to me, okay. Yeah. Las Vegas seems like a cool place. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see if our if our audience is into gambling. I mean, the two things seem pretty close to each other. And, I mean, if you're going to be collecting data on people that entire weekend, you think that their frequency of going to fucking slot machines is going to be part of it? Do they even have an an overall increase in the activity, in the, you know, gambling that's going on in the hotel you can you can pretty easily track these things. I was going to
0: say, while they might not, uh, uh, Jackson, juxta- while they might not be able to get like specific in-depth stats, I'm sure that if they wanted to, having rented it out, the casino might let them know that, hey, you know, you
1: in a macro, very macro way, yeah,
0: you, know, projections you can you are rough can as much.
1: Yeah, if Square Enix goes to to the. Uh, you know, casino slash convention hall that they booked their fucking place that they booked FanFest in and they go, hey, was your, you know, while we were here, was the engagement in your, you know, slot machines or your digital, you know, whatever, were they up or were they down? How was the Konami
2: pachinko machines?
1: I mean, you know, if it, it just it depends on whether or not the casino at that point wants to give you the data. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, dude. I, that's the thing is that I just I, I mean, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. I I don't know, but I mean, for myself, like that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. And
0: the rest of the industry is already heading that way if they haven't gotten there yet. That's the thing is
1: that, you know, if you like EA is not a dummy for pushing it the the direction that they pushed it in, that's the data. That's, again, we've been speaking with our wallets on the loot box issue for way longer than we've been able to put words to sentiment around this issue specifically. Yeah. I mean, think about how many people bought loot boxes in Overwatch. And they go, oh, it's just cosmetic. It's different. I mean, yes. Uh, Blizzard had some plausible deniability, Part of but if different, you're
0: looking, but it's still the same
1: thing. But if you're looking at that, dude, this, again, the thing that is important there is the RNG aspect, and that was that was actually the thing that a lot of people said that MMOs as a genre kind of played on because it was a time sink investment, and and still, it, it, you know, that's kind of what I think some of. An older MMO audience kind of wants and expects, but you know, if you're Square Enix and you're expecting people to to have their subs fall off after two months after an uh, uh, you know a patch, and you're kind of planning for that kind of stuff, then you're looking at the market around you, know, not just DLC and not just microtransactions, but you're looking at, at the um, uh, you know market around something like loot boxes. As, you know, something that could be potentially pretty appealing because, again, you know, that same investment that somebody had in killing, um uh you know, killing uh, fucking what's the I forget the dragon and dragons area. Oh,
0: Are, Baffner, or, yeah, yeah whatever. Whatever. any
1: of those. Yeah. To try to get riddle or, you know, Kieran's for a uh, Kieran body or, you know. Fucking opod Whatever it is Whatever the fucking item was If you can derive That value Out of the data That you're looking at There's no reason to think That game companies w- Were any kind of Dummies When it came to This loot box thing They've known how to They've known how to Scratch this for a while And they've just been Waiting for the opportunity To fucking try
0: it And they've basically yeah, I mean this is something That you sit here You know, listen to you talk about And kind of looking at What things like Final Fantasy 14, Even World of Warcraft Have done with their in-game loot system, because they've put the whole loot box thing, you know, giving you that satisfaction of, you know, oh, what's gonna happen? RNG, am I gonna get the thing that I want? They've streamlined that and given it to you faster and more frequently so you don't have to, you know, put in as much work to get there. And obviously in FF 14, there's still a certain, you know, metric or a certain RNG to it. But most of the most powerful stuff, besides the raid stuff, we just straight up buy, right? Right. And even in World of Warcraft, they've streamlined so much stuff now to where when something drops, somebody can absolutely use it. They've there's still an RNG to it, but they've also taken a lot of the RNG out of it.
1: Well, and I mean, a lot of this tried to was trying to address the problem that RMT creates because the 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 minute that you have RMT. You know, your your the value, the actual value of your farmable currency goes down. So what do they do to be able to get around that? Well, they make tomes because you can't exchange tomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can exchange tomes for gear, but you can't exchange tomes between
0: yeah, players. Yeah, remember Square Enix and FF11 said the, the whole reason behind uh, rare exclusive items was to stymie the RMTs. Right. And, and that's the thing is that Square
1: Enix does control access to tomes. Right. Like they're the only ones that control access to it, that control trade around it. So if they wanted to put tomestones into their cash shop, all they gotta do is fucking do it tomorrow.
0: Bring Krista back.
1: I mean, honestly, like really, what prevents Square Enix from putting tomestones? Hey, I you don't, don't wanna do sells. your you don't wanna do your weekly grind? Fine, that's five bucks. You can get out of it.
0: Oh, that's, a, that's such a perfect amount, too. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh and hey, by, by the
1: way, you could spend 99 cents and get a 1 in 60 chance of getting one of those awesome raid items that Nika's been, you know, farming for, for. I don't
3: see them ever going that far. Really? Yeah.
1: Why not?
0: Really? Because if they did, I can see Ex- people
1: using it. Please explain to me why not. I
3: it's just hard for I don't I don't know I honestly don't have a real like is well it, thought out because this is just something that I thought about the second is but it like, because I just, I just Yoshi think with P- all the way that loot works in this game and with the way that players feel about it no matter even if it was free they they already make tons of money with glamour shit and like the only thing that keeps people playing is making their character better so why would you put all of that... doesn't
0: matter if you're making tons of money you can still make more look at our government. Yo, they it,
1: always need more it, 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 Fucking fusion in our chat going Yoshida wouldn't allow that Bullshit Oh, uh, Yoshida, Yoshida wouldn't allow jump potions either guys LMFAO
2: at well, what
1: a noob you Yo, want Yoshida, Yoshida wouldn't allow for them to copy and paste content For the better part of two, two fucking expansions
2: Yoshida wouldn't drop out a dungeon every other patch Right
1: yeah he wouldn't let the quality of the dungeons slide To a point where they're just boring and fucking repetitive Lick eh.
2: lick lick my balls Really,
1: I, I, at this point, I don't, I don't believe that at all. Not, a, not an iota of that.
0: When is the last time that Yoshi P did anything that made you believe in him? It's not
1: Yoshi P's fault. It's his bosses. I mean, one of, the, I mean, one of the last times that he said that was when he stood on stage and said, "No pay to win." And that's fine, but how long did that statement, like, what was the qualifier there? Because I feel like it came with a little asterisk that said, no pay to win for, like, the next three years. That's the subtext. No pay to win until it is pay to win. Until it is time to be pay to win. Until we want more money. That's right. Until the subscription model burns itself out, which it clearly is, and the rest of this game goes uh, uh, to a freemium model. And then, um, well, and then, yeah. Why not put tombstones in? You no, know, you know all of the. Why uh, not? That's just player choice. All of the companies, just like the jump potion. That's just player choice. And you can get the That's tombstones you know, in game. Listen, it's just it, it, you're just you're just saving yourself a whole lot of time that maybe somebody doesn't have to put in every week because they decided to pop out a stupid baby.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, are you implying that I would buy Tombstone? No, I'm just saying that that's an excuse that somebody would use. Them I and their stupid baby. Right, but my baby is intelligent and brilliant and beautiful. So I don't know why you looked at me for that. That was really weird. But I'm just I'm just saying that you know, like if I
0: like as an FF14 fan, I don't know what to believe from Yoshi P anymore. No, no. Definitely not. I mean, look, we log in, and we don't see anybody playing anywhere, but we're going to read a quote later where he talks about how all of these servers are thriving because of the incentives to disperse off of the big ones like uh, Balmong and Gilgamesh. Yeah, they're so thriving.
2: Let's just call a spade a spade.
0: So uh, that's that's it for the news, guys. Uh, back to you and Nero. I'm depressed now. Right. Man, so not cool. <laughs> that is so not cool. You said it, Lucio.
4: Man, so not cool.
0: So we have two interviews here that we're going to talk about today. Why'd you throw it back to me if you were just going to well, take it back? Well, you know to what? Me. What was that thing you were telling me during FEC? I was too quick on the uptake. So were you. So I grabbed it. When he, and, you were wh- not quick enough on the... What? Not quick enough on whatever. Okay. Did you read the interview? No. Okay, so maybe I should take us into it then. Well,
1: yeah. No, but I mean, like, why'd you even throw it back to me? I don't know why I did that.
0: Yeah? Still getting used to my, uh, my, my title. Scalia less of- uh, Scal- Scal- well no, but I mean like
1: without us now now that the show doesn't have a scalia, uh Kahlo is this lead segment producer. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. So I don't I I'm not sure what you were expecting from me.
0: I don't know what I was expecting either. So all right, this interview uh it's from Hero Gamer. I didn't hear that one. No high five for you. Oh, that's okay, because that's
1: your your headphones. your headphones must be too low. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> try turning them up
0: during it because I could actually hear the the birds earlier, like I've never been able to hear them before. So. They, that's just, because they well, were
1: in your fucking window behind you. Okay, that's why. That's probably
0: fair too. <laughs> so anyway, this interview from Eurogamer is actually a few weeks old, so we're not going to touch on uh, all of it here, but there were a few things in here. That I think should interest you guys. Uh, Nika's probably gonna side with them, so we'll get a little bit of discourse here—not intelligent discourse, but okay. a little bit here. Now, essentially, what this, this oh article God, you're such an asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: What this article was sort of driving at is that uh, FF14, the failure that was FF14 1.0, and what Yoshiki did to turn it around has helped to change the Final Fantasy series for the better. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read a couple... Is that excer- right? <laughs> That's what they claim. So I'm going to read a couple... Does excer- that, does that <laughs>
1: include FF15 or because that the development was started on that 10 years no, ago? No,
0: that includes FF15. Oh, bullshit. We're fucked. We're we're going to get into we're it here. We're fucked. We're going to get into it here. This
1: whole fucking series is done. That's a torpedo. We're done. No, it's
0: better now. No, it's not Eurogamer said so. Poor shit. All right, Rejected. so we're going to read a couple excerpts here, and we're going to go ahead and and, and discuss amongst ourselves as we go through these. So the first one, uh, Yoshi P says that, and this is in relation to coming back with FF14, that a strong relationship with the community is a vital part of Final Fantasy 14. Feedback from players is very important to us. We wanted to re- regain the trust from players, and that's one of the goals that we wanted to achieve. We set that as a policy in the beginning, that communication was really important.
2: Poison is
0: vile murderers. No, now this, I can respect this. I can get behind this because they're right. After the dumpster fire that was 1.0, if you want to bring players back to your game, if you want them to give you another chance, you can't just tell them, okay, come back now, it's changed. You kind of got to lead them through and show them what you're doing new. You have to recognize what went wrong with it. And, and take some of their feedback. So in, in remaking this game and trying to reforge it into something new, which they did, he is 100% right that you do have to get the players involved. Sure. Because obviously whoever you had making it before had no fucking clue what the players wanted.
1: To be fair, I don't think that maybe
0: necessarily the guys currently in control know what the players want, but all right. Hindsight's 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But then he goes on, and this is in regards to the streams and the producer live letters. He says that that's something that came from me myself, not from corporate, says Yoshida, of the more open-armed approach. When we started letter from the producer, other teams weren't really welcoming. I took a different attitude. I'm not like the corporation at the time, quite secretive and trying to protect themselves. I'm not like that. That's why the other teams didn't like my approach, and not everyone was on the same page. So he's kind of painting himself as being a little bit of a black sheep for doing things the way that it is that He's doing it.
1: I'll probably believe that. You know, like, I I, I, I would say that trying to get a corporation to do anything differently is a big challenge.
0: Well, and, and I think that comes from just the way that that uh, single player games have always been developed. Like, sure. like, up until, obviously, the advent of, like, message boards and forums and Twitter and social media. Right. A game was just made and it came out. We had no way to do that interaction. So, of course, with an MMO, even though it's something that gamers and players consume on a daily and weekly basis, I think that inherently you do obviously have to listen to your players a little bit. Now, with FF11, I don't think that was the case whatsoever. Uh, Tanaka was very closed off. Yeah. But in any other MMO that I played, like World of Warcraft... That was different. They were always it, they a little were, bit they open were, They that.
1: were accountable to their player base. There you go. They weren't I like necessarily that. at the mercy of their player base, which is sort of what I I feel like FF14's approach is. Is that oh, steps of faith
0: is too hard? Ugh. Do you think that because of the failure of one point? Because this oh, yeah. this wasn't <laughs> just a matter of oh he, they he didn't, didn't like that, going with and us. there was a little bit of lashback because there was actual failure that. You're right. They're not just being held accountable, but they feel like we are at the mercy of our players, and if we don't do what they say, if we don't give in to their demands, they're going to ruin us again. Yeah,
1: and the thing is is that they too often listen to the people who are not going to be playing this game in six months anyway. That's that's the problem, is that, you know, like, and, and, and I mean, I know that, you know, people accuse me of being an elitist or, you know, whatever. No,
0: that's Nika. But
1: the thing <laughs> is, is that, you know, you need to develop content for your veteran player base because giving them, uh, you know, 5% of of your total game doesn't work. It used to be about 50-50, right? Like, you had all the content that you did while you were leveling, right? And mm-hmm. then you had endgame content. And it was, uh, it was about an even split. And I just, I, you know, when you do it like this, like, I feel like, yeah, everyone gets to see more shit.
0: Well, the other thing you have to keep in mind, but, too, is on a long enough timeline, you're... It- if you're retaining even some of them, your veteran player base is always going to outgrow the new people coming in, right? In yeah. Heaven's Ward, everyone was kind of like, okay, you know, we we still like this because we didn't know any better. But by the end, anyone who had played in a realm reborn in Heaven's Ward, once Stormblood come along, we're like, oh, we've seen this before. When the next when the next expansion comes, anyone that's around from 2.0, Stormblood and Heavensward are going to be like, great, we're getting this again, right? And every time that it happens, you're going to have more and more people that are now seeing what's wrong with the game. So how is it that that there are apparently more people or more players that want it changed to change this casual system?
1: I don't think that there are, but I think that in, in your overall player base, like I think that... What FF14 is designed for is sort of what F, what Yoshi P has said in the past that it's designed for you to be able to play other stuff and hold a job down. And old MMOs are were not like that. Old MMOs were like, look, if you don't put in the time, you're not gonna you're not gonna get the shit. Oh, you right, know like, what? like, like old EverQuest and uh, the FF11 and MMOs like that. You know, they had a reputation even back then of like ruining marriages, yeah, and yeah. and you don't hear about that much anymore. But you do hear about stuff like Facebook ruining marriages. You know what I mean? You like, know, we
0: we had an argument with uh, Juxta on uh, Let's Be Real last week when he started bashing all over Pokemon Go because it's not a real game. And we tried to explain to him that it's not designed to be something that you play all the time we, talk, we talked we talked about like this flip out and just yes yeah
1: well we, but we talked about this exact thing last week too where i was talking about mr happy mm-hmm. and how you know uh, uh, the you know people malign happy a lot whether or not you know like let's be honest the guy makes a fucking killer guides you know like he's he's he well, explains shut up, really shut up shut up Listen, he makes killer guides, he explains fights really, really well, and he's good. Like, he's very competent at playing the game, and all three of those are really, really necessary. And he's fast, too, right? Like, he can get through new content very, very quickly. And all of those things are necessary in order to be able to make that style of content. Because you've got people like MTQ, and you've got people like... um, you know, like i I mean, I don't know who else is making guides now, but, um, you know, you've got people coming up behind you that'll do it just as quickly, if not faster than you. And I think that the the most damage that that's done has made it so that that's the expectation of literally every player, not just your Mr. Happy's, not just your limit break radios, not just your eighth rate radios, whatever it is, right? Like, that expectation is across all players and what's interesting now is that because a lot of those i've got to grind it faster than everyone else because a lot of those people have fallen off and gone to other shit where they can grind their face off the community that exists now is a little bit more patient i say only a little bit because the it's 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 incremental right for example uh, and i talked about again i talked about this last week on the show i did a rabinasty nasty run where first group disbanded because they got stymied at the second boss the se- the next group i got put in we were just you know we were m- much more communicative and we were able to make it all the way through the end and it took a little bit more uh, you know more time but you know that element of communication was there and it's sort of like like you know, you've got to realize dude not everyone is going to put in that same amount of effort to grind for, you know, the 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 325 item level, whatever the fuck it is, to be able to get it out. Like dude, we all have other shit that we have oh, to
0: do. Oh, well, I guess what's upsetting then of, of, about Final Fantasy 14 because because I get that. Is that you've always been able, if you wanted to, to casually play an MMO. The only difference was how much content did you actually get yourself through. And I guess what we're all just upset about is the fact that okay, I I, I get it. P is making a game that's consumable at more of a casual rate. That's fine. But but across the board, like that's the thing
1: is that we all felt like we had to be miniature Mr. Happy's. Like we had to keep pace with it. We had to be faster than Happy because oh fucking Happy's a fraud, man and and that stupid fucking reddit mentality of like if you're not as fast as everyone else making it through it then you might as well just not be playing this game.
0: and and that's who they're
1: developing but, well, for now is, but, well no no we, that's not who th- that's that's exactly who they're not developing
0: no, for no i mean for the people that that don't like that mentality and they want to take their time they want cuz cuz now it you get 6 months basically to finish out content that if you actually play it takes what a month tops. Yeah, that and and again, it's designed for someone who's playing it at the pace that I am. But here's the thing: even if they were developing it like either FF fourteen or FF eleven was or WoW was, where there is enough stuff for you know Nika to get on and play every single day, you could still get on and and play it casually. You know, don't forsake your marriage or your job. Just put in a few hours a night. You're not going to be doing all of the content but if you're playing it casually why do you want to do all the content? Oh well, because everyone wants to be able to get as much
1: out of that purchase as the as the next person. See that's that's sort of like the everyone has
0: to be equal aspect to this game that I fucking love. It's terrible because I whether or not that. it's casual or not you're still getting the same amount of time out of it. So you're still you're still getting your money's worth out of it. Like, like what are you measuring it by then at that point? Just stuff done? Yeah, by what Percentage? by what other people
1: have been able to accomplish or experience that you haven't, that you feel locked out or walled out by. That's exactly it. And Yoshi P and the development team said, well, we don't ever want anyone to feel that uh. way because we got so many complaints about C and we got so many complaints uh. about sky that you know what? Guess what? We can't do that anymore. And so it's got to be equal. It's everyone's got to be able to do it
2: well if that's the case then why can't i do savage or ultra <laughs> bahamut savage mode without clearing os4 first? because that's not that, for you that's dumb i should be able to do bahamut ultra savage mode also even if i don't raid it's uh, dude that's a thing uh, th- i but want again
1: that's the five percent of the content that they lock behind any kind of wall
2: well that's a- at really- all at all that's terrible. I should be able to do that. Honestly, I think it's terrible that,
0: that a part of them says, okay, we're going to give in just a little bit, because I feel like that's more of an insult than actually giving some content. And
1: and also, Juxta, I know you don't mean that. That's 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 how bad you are at trying to pull that off.
2: No, I was talking for the that portion of I know, the player base. I know. Yeah, you're welcome. But that's how bad you are at that. What? We could tell it was
0: your ironic voice. I don't know if yeah. you were trying to sell it as authentic or not, but...
2: Did I sound like I was trying to sell it? No.
0: Not even close. Okay, Let's go good. to our
1: phone lines and talk to uh, Shiro Eark of uh, Moogle. What's going on, Shiro? Hello, guys.
0: Welcome to the Limit Break Radio. What's up? We appreciate you calling. I feel like it's been a long <laughs> time since we've had a caller. I so know, thank right? you, Shiro.
4: Yeah, it's oh, it's pretty maybe two or three months I called you back. Oh, okay. So, All right. Fair enough. That's what's up. This is- so today I wanted to talk about about the red content. I have okay. a big problem with the red content. So for me, uh, who come from World of Warcraft, when I play in uh, a up progress, I do a lot of a lot of boss in maybe one month. When I come to FF14 to switch MMO, I play to hard progress in FF fourteen and the problem was for this extension I do four balls in one week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. And the fact that we're gonna go back to the content, since I've cleaned it, in four months I do nothing. Yeah. So the game have a big problem of content about red dungeon and something else that quest, uh, quest, and other things. It's it's well,
0: actually
1: in theory, Eureka is supposed to be for you. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. The, see, but the problem with that is too. You know, you said you know you, you you cleared in you know one or two weeks, and then you have four months of no content. It's even longer than that since they the you know you get the raid content, then you get you know the the east, the group raid content, which isn't really end game content, and then you have the next patch so really you're waiting like what like six to eight months in between raid patches
4: in fact I've dropped FF 14 so maybe one or two months after the clean because I don't have something else to do since I need to wait BAM it doesn't count as a red progress for me so I was just looking and say oh I think I'm gonna drop the game because that's not uh, new to do progress or kill dungeon, kill, kill red, and this yeah, is really yeah. too, so, too lazy.
0: So there you go, Square Enix. One of the people that your super ultra hard 5% raid content was aimed for wasn't enough to keep them. Well, but that uh, we've
1: we've known that was is, is a problem for a long time right like mm-hmm. I mean this is this is not a this is not some fucking secret
0: it's not Nika let me ask you this uh, if you had finished uh, if you had caught up and you, you know you had beat uh 4s Savage um, and you had stopped playing for whatever reason, let's say you're taking a break right and, and your your group mm-hmm. had disbanded until the next big patch cycle comes around do you think that the single ultimate uh, Bahamut fight would have brought everyone back
3: no That's, no
0: no I
3: think that anyone no who is still—I <laughs> think anyone who is still casually playing would probably play again until beating it before quitting. But I think that if people had actually like unsubbed, that would not have brought them back.
1: What? You, what would at this point do you think?
3: A different style of raid that was not a boss in a circle room. Anything different than a boss in a circle room. <laughs> Anything. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's yeah, totally yeah. fair. I, I'm not... But, but it's also endgame content that's challenging and it upgrades your character end game li- So,
0: listen to how really desperate really. some of our pleas are, though. We're just like Square Enix.
2: Anything. anything. <laughs> Literally anything. Like, well, I
0: know that the Bahamut fight
3: is fun and unique. It's still just Boston in a circle room. So, literally uh, three but it's, bosses it's three in bosses yeah, but, in a
2: circle room
3: but it's like a gauntlet style i don't know it's not it's it's not
0: there's still just always a single boss at a time
3: it's not new i mean maybe it was like three bosses it, at once i don't know it, maybe i
2: think there is actually what three you fight all three at one time at one point in the fight hmm. interesting for, for as much as that's interesting but it's not like not enough a it's new not interesting
3: style of raid it's the same
1: Thanks for the call. We appreciate it, Shiro. Uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 8715 Limitbreakradio.com slash Discord is uh, how you connect with us. Uh, we'll be happy to get you on the show. And uh, yeah, we got uh, we got plenty to talk about, including a couple of interviews, correct?
2: That's that right? right. We're actually
0: yeah. just about to finish up the Euro game interview. Okay, We're right. just getting into the meat of it. So I would actually like to solicit anyone. Good, I'm hungry. Of course you are. I would like to solicit calls specifically from anyone who started their Final Fantasy gaming experience at, let's say, ten upwards. Okay, I want to specifically talk to you. So, ages ten and up? No, 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 no. Final Fantasy ten and up. Like for example, Scuro started with FF13. Okay. My girlfriend started at FF10. All right. Okay. Yeah. So this uh, this last little e- excerpt here it says uh, the outlook and that's his outlook of, you know, being open and in, in taking what pe- what players say into account when developing your games has had a knock-on effect. It's hard not to see the influence of Yoshida's approach and the development of Final Fantasy 15 and in director uh, Tabata's embrace of the community throughout the project. There was never an explicit exchange of ideas, giving advice and development is difficult, says Yoshida. There's no one way to make a game, but there has been a company-wide change. The comeback of Final Fantasy XIV changed our mindset. We have to make decisions earlier and have a more honest attitude with players to receive feedback. The mindset has changed, and there's definitely been some impact. And I would also like to add that Tabata has, in interviews, said that the way he developed 15 and the way that he took feedback from his players that going forward stay with Final Fantasy 16 that he absolutely intends to get player feedback in on the development process more shameful and apparently this uh this article over at Eurogamer posits that because of this the series is going to be changed for the better mm. who in this room feels like the Final Fantasy franchise has been getting better juxta no nero no definitely not nika
3: i mm, not as an overall i think there are aspects of it that are better but they're as like an overall product definitely not
0: me either all and, right and we know that ascalia would agree as well if well, you disagree please call yeah uh
1: feel free but uh right now we've got strife on the line from uh nika's raid party um, he was also a uh, uh, guest host for one of the uh, episodes I was gone. Strife, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good, yeah. good.
5: All right, so uh, I, I see in my notes here that you started with FF10. That's correct. King, Kingdom Hearts, if you count it, and Final Fantasy 10 is when I started. I do not
1: count Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> sir. You get that bullshit out of here. That, that is be, my favorite but Final Fantasy Kingdom Fantasy
5: Hearts game. also then gets you some, into something. Some people count it, why I said it. To
0: be fair, Kingdom Hearts 1 was Squaresoft, wasn't it? I think it was. Yes, it was. Anyway. And it has Final Fantasy characters in it. That's fine. Whatever it is, that's fine. Okay, so, Strife, let me ask you then. uh, uh, I assume you've since gone back and played through some of the older installations, 5,
5: 6, 7, 8, 9. Yep, played six, seven, eight at least. I think I played a little bit of nine and four.
0: Okay, and I mean overall, what do you think of the Final Fantasy the- uh, uh, series? Like, where where would you say it was at its strongest, and at what point do you did you notice a decline or a or a rise in quality?
5: I think it actually peaked with ten because it was the first one with voice acting, and it was a such a strong series for storytelling mm-hmm. that that kind of brought out things that. You know, no one had seen before in that series. And, you know, it was PS2. It was new technology at the time. And I think it really just evolved the series and peaked out around there. I think that there were aspects of 12 and 13 that were an improvement, but because they started getting so experimental, I don't know if it was an overall improvement for the series. There were definitely some issues.
0: So play 10. Okay. And uh, this is going to seem random, but how old are you, Strife? Uh, 27. 27, okay. So he shares, you know, similar age, age ranges as us, and he shares a similar viewpoint as us. But what I think is happening, what I think the problem is, when we were in the heyday of Final Fantasy, you know, 6, 7, 8, 9, Final Fantasies were coming out like every two to three years. In fact, I think between either 7 and 8 or 8 and 9, there was almost maybe just a little over a year's time between the two releases of those. They were coming out fast. Then when we get to 10, uh, 12, 13, and obviously with 15, we're looking at huge, huge release dates, you know, upwards of 10 years with Final Fantasy 15. And so I got to thinking that there are people who aren't considered kids anymore who may have started with 10, 12, 13, or even 15 as their Final Fantasy, right? So when we start crying about how Final Fantasy isn't Final Fantasy anymore, there are some people that it is for them that they never went back and played seven, eight, nine. They don't know what what you know the the greatness of the JRPs were, and so when they play thirteen and they give feedback, it's positive feedback because they don't know any better. Our own Skurro started with thirteen, and guess what he thought of it? It was all right because he doesn't know any better <laughs> because he's. No, I don't know people
3: that have played since like FF six who still thought 13 was overall a good game. And
0: and and that's fine there obviously are going to be some people. I mean look, everyone 13 here, was passable. Everyone I here 13 2 was passable. Everyone I here even agrees that Final Fantasy 15 just by itself was a good game, right? It was solid. It was uh,
5: it's
0: Okay. I liked it probably as much actually I liked it more than I liked uh, near automata because S9 was absolutely insufferable. And no, that was fantastic absolutely, Shut the absolutely fuck up. insufferable. Okay. But the point is, they're taking feedback from fans. And so apparently, the stuff that we see in FF15 is what fans want. But whenever we talk about this, we talk about how they're basically gutting all the aspects of Final Fantasy that, that we know and love and remember. You know, one of the biggest recent criticisms that I have about FF15 was if you took any character from any Final Fantasy whatsoever and you plunked them down in the middle of New York or Detroit or Chicago, they're going to look out of place, aren't they? But if you plunked down the characters of FF15... How out of place are they really gonna look? You're just gonna so, think, oh, a bunch of goth kids.
3: Why does that have well, to be to, your your deciding factor? Like it's. I'm not every no, 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 FF no. game. I'm not saying every FF game has had a different feel in terms of its. I aesthetic. know. Like, the, yes, whoa.
0: unique. Exactly. Every FF game has had a different feel that is unique. I'm not saying that that is my. FF Fifteen deciding, definitely has a unique aesthetic. Hold on. It does. It is unique to every other Final Fantasy. But when you put it into our world, it's not unique. Like, the fact that all Final Fantasies oh, it, have I a think unique... It it's a combination Wait. of,
3: like, a modern feel and some um, machina. Like, there's there's a lot. There's, like, it doesn't feel modern day. It's not like yeah. I would just see those characters. Like, it
0: doesn't it doesn't feel like that at all. It's definitely a unique aesthetic. But there is more of a modern aspect to it than there has been any Final Fantasy I before. Because they, right. they all have technology. They all have airships. So obviously, that stuff is modern. But it feels a little bit too real life. I mean, you're just driving around in a I car. Disagree. Okay, it flies. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has a flying car too. Right,
3: which well, is there's not there's, real life, but
5: right there's there's a good reason though that 15 is 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 like that callow and it's because if you remember the original trailer for versus 13 and the original marketing material and all that bullshit that they had back then it says right there this is a fantasy based on reality that, that's okay, what they were going for from day one right so that's why and, like, and, they, they never intended that to be classic high fantasy or even ff7's You know, sci-fi versus uh, religion and magic. You know what I mean? They Mm -hmm. never, they never were going for that. They were always going for how how would a Final Fantasy play out in a World that's closer to our reality.
0: Okay, and to their credit, they did do a really good job of that. And I'm all—I've always, always been a staunch supporter of when you're reviewing something or when you're analyzing something, you should look at it based on what you think the creators were trying to say or what they were trying to accomplish, not necessarily what it is that you prefer. That's why I can look at Final Fantasy 15 and say that's a good game. But as a longtime Final Fantasy fan, it's also—I think my uh, 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 opinion—I'm not the only one who shares this—that. Final Fantasy has definitely started to change in a very drastic way that they don't feel like Final Fantasies anymore a uh, uh, Nero when we were talking on the on the I think it was the checkpoint podcast no no it was uh, when we were talking about Pokemon Joe mentioned that if you were to watch someone play Pokemon Red right right You walk out of the room you come back in and they're playing Ultra Sun and Moon they look vastly different. But when you look at it you know. A Pokemon game, yep. without a doubt. Yep. If someone was playing FF nine, you walked out and came back in, and they were playing FF fifteen. You wouldn't even think that they were part of the same game franchise. No, not, not unless you knew. Like obviously, like, bull crap. Like seven bull and eight, eight so no, you would. But you could tell. You, you Looking wouldn't. at them, you could tell that is a Square Enix game right there. You could tell.
3: You, I can still tell that's a Square Enix game. I feel like like the thing is with the Pokemon games, every Pokemon game has been the same, which is why so many people check out of Pokemon. Like People came back for Sun and Moon for the nostalgia, for the marketing. They were doing it because of Pokemon <laughs> Go. But how many people are going to pick up the next Pokemon? Uh, distinctly less people actually than I think, picked I think, up Pokemon
0: Sun and Moon. I think more people bought Ultra Sun and Moon. And, and because it's of- coming
5: to a... It's coming to the Switch now, yeah. and that's what Well, I mean, with, we'll within, see. obviously, uh, Pokemon so, like, Moon was longer, longer. Like, but
3: I, I know some of you played it, but I checked out completely at Diamond and Pearl because every single game, while the I checked out at Gen 1. The same. Like, I never played Black and White, X and Y because they were the same thing. Pokemon never evolved, and that got boring. And I feel like, well, that's there not true. are hits and misses in the FF franchise. I think one of its strengths is that it changes so much from game to game, and that no, you can play FF1 no, 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 that's been the They're thing so that great. that holds Final that's Fantasy as I a love.
1: franchise back.
3: I disagree strongly.
1: See, well, I, I think no, it's it's because it, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy,
0: fundamentally has lost its identity as a game as a game series. Yeah, because I'd say its strength is actually what both of you are saying. You're right, Nika. From seven to eight to nine to ten, there were some very, very different changes within those games. But, yeah. but Aniro, you're absolutely right, too, that every Final Fantasy still has a very core concept to it, and that, Nika, is the strength, the ability to change and adapt Wait. while also feeling familiar. F- well,
3: yeah, FF15's plot is literally cannot be more final fantasy there's a team of good guys going after the bad guy who's trying to get the crystal to take over the world like that is every fucking final fantasy game and it is still this final fantasy game and how more final fantasy can you get
0: that's where it stops i mean uh, <laughs>
3: like that is final fantasy at its core n- it, it, let's look, look but look at the the then the, the super nintendo or whatever the first system was and look at F- and look at ps4 back when turn was a thing they did not have the technology turn base is still a thing You know what I mean. Back when the games were RPGs and JRPGs were beginning, they did not have the technology and the power to make what it feels like, like, like feel like real life to feel like the action that what it's supposed to be like clicking attack is supposed to simulate people in a battle attacking each other. But they did not have that kind of engine power. You get to FF7, you have basically an open world with a world map and the towns but there has to be a little town and a little tiny map that you zone into because they didn't have the graphical and the and the mechanical power to make that kind of game now they do and you're telling me they should still stick with the so, old
1: So so wait so no wait are you lie. Are you saying are you saying that um that Pokemon needs to needs to change its battle system up, and
0: it needs to
3: a little bit. Really?
0: Compl- yes, oh, Nika. oh, Nika! Oh, Nika! What's one of our big complaints about Pokemon Go's battling? That it's not the same as the game. It. Exactly.
3: It's because all you're doing is tapping the screen. I think they could have. Done more with it that still made it feel essentially Pokemon.
1: See, here's 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 the thing, Here, Nika, and and that's a cute opinion. All right. By the way, I'm sorry, it's guys. Adorable. It it's adorable. It's adorable. Why would you bring Pokemon into this? It, it, it's adorable. A trap. But here's here's the thing, though, is that when Square Enix decided, yeah, okay, we're not going to do the turn based thing anymore. The turn based is like dead, man. The industry's moving away from turn based that it lost a lot of the defining factors that made Final Fantasy Final Fantasy. Many of the tactical elements, many of the tactical decisions got stripped out. Even when you go and you look at 13 and 15, they don't have the same tactical elements that even something like 12 has. And 12 was even a pretty far departure for me to, uh, to to even go, yeah, alright, this is still kind of a Final Fantasy game. What Square so, Enix looked at their series that had been successful for the better part of 15 years at that point, what they looked at their series and said, well, the reason people buy Final Fantasy is because it's the best looking game on the market and because we tell the most compelling story, which both of those things are actually accurate. Yes. Both of those things are actually true, but I don't think that's what makes a Final fantasy
0: game a final fantasy no, game because other games do the same thing tell comp- compelling narratives and have great graphics right that's not something yes, that's so, hard to tell do and, 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 no, and no. hang
2: on
1: hang on I'm driving towards a point Nika all right and the thing about Square Enix Is that at the time they made those decisions They were the ones Who were the gatekeepers of the amazing graphics Because they were the ones That were pushing it in that direction You had the spirits within You had all of the great CGI work That they'd been doing All of those amazing artists That they had been making And and, and uh, building over time Cultivating over time And you had all of that talent there But then uh, uh, suddenly Underneath that that technology got democratized because Epic decided we don't want to make as much money off of this as Square Enix does or as id does and they came and they built the Unreal Engine and then every game ever afterwards was made in the Unreal Engine because you... Didn't need to build a fucking graphics engine to be able to make a game anymore and square enix went Oh, no our method of being able to make money which by the way was the licensed engine the crystal tools that they threw out That was the way that square enix as a company was going to make money They were going to license this set of tools out to other developers except no other developers were buying You want to know why? Because they had the Unreal Engine that they could go with at any time that they wanted. And so Square Enix lost their business model. And this was right around the time that 14 was being made. Because guess what? Crystal Tools was shit. Crystal Tools was objectively awful. It was great. It put out more polygons, but it also put out more useless data than it did create a wonderful-looking graphics experience. Okay? So you have that. And Square Enix went, well, if people aren't going to buy our games anymore because they don't look the best, we don't know why they're going to buy them. And by that point, they had migrated too far from what makes Final Fantasy a Final Fantasy game a Final Fantasy game. Because it's not great graphics anymore. Suddenly, everyone can put out great graphics. Now, what are you going to do? Now, AAA development has bloated to the point where it's unsustainable. We're not the only ones saying that. Cliffy B's saying that. Anyone who's involved with AAA game development is going, listen, it's either loot boxes or $90 games or we can't keep making this shit not never mind what Hellblade's Senua's sacrifice <laughs> has to say about that <laughs> model but that's what we're hearing from the AAA game developers mm-hmm.
0: now now Nika before you respond to uh, uh, can you fashion an argument that has nothing to do with turn-based combat because if they were to put turn-based combat into 12 13 or 15 it would not change my opinions. Of the games. Yeah, the, the problematic
1: aspects of those games were not about the the combat. So uh, we can we can put a pin in that discussion for another day.
3: Well what I was trying to say though um is that while I believe things like 13 were very horrible because of the other reasons, it, its battle system was one of the biggest ones. But I believe that um uh, gosh, I'm losing my train of thought because I tried to talk like four times and now I'm losing it. Um that at least Square Enix knew that because they were losing business, they had to take risk. Like, I I feel like as, as horrible as 13 was, I commend them for trying, which is in comparison to 14, which they're not trying shit at all. Mm-hmm. And so with 15, I feel like there is a lot of improvement, but a lot of things that, again, that I believe that they tried, uh, they attempted many things, mastered none of them. And I believe that that's because they're tr- trying to figure out what works. They're missing the mark in so many ways, but they are trying. And I feel like if you go back to a turn-based battle system or you change whatever is wrong with the game that you feel like is wrong with the game, it's it's not going to feel like, because Square Enix has its beautiful graphics and its immersive storytelling, like, players are immersed in the game. You feel like you're in the game. And then all of a sudden, the characters are standing there, bouncing and swinging every five seconds, but they look like real people on the screen. You're not telling me that would break your immersion from the game. Oh come
1: okay. on, stop it! Two well, things. listen, listen, listen. It absolutely would for me if I Nika, had a real but, but listen, having having those I
3: attack once every minute with a character, I would sell it back.
1: Nika, having those represent <laughs> representational battle sequences, I never took away from that that my character was jumping and defying the laws of goddamn physics like a Dragon Ball Z character. That's but the
3: ins- that's the doing
1: that. No why my character why 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 cloud can suddenly fly
3: now and hover why he didn't he yeah he does he jumps he fucking like omni slash freaking tifa's like crazy beat rush bullshit like yes the characters have always been doing that but that makes sense
1: in a representational battle sequence it doesn't make
3: sense in a fucking open world context yes ff7 was as open world as you could get on the ps1 it absolutely was. And they, Knock, just, just and they still teleports had,
1: around. Yeah, not teleports around like a fucking like Goku. Fucking that's the that's the part of the Final Fantasy series that I think has lost its its identity is because Square Enix now thinks that it's it's the things it's fundamentally Japanese things that sell games. It's J-pop uh, uh, J-pop or J-rock fucking artists as your your main characters. That'll sell games. Did it? Did it? Yeah, I mean, cause, cause uh, remember, apparently it did because F- everyone in the chat thinks that oh, FF15 so great that is FF15 is
3: a good game. There's a fuck lot off. Wrong with
1: it. No,
0: it's there, not.
3: Lot, yes, it is. There's a lot wrong with it, but it is a good overall game. No, it's game. not. To your point, it's Nika, so not. Rounds better
0: than the 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 two things that I do want to agree with you is that yes, it does seem like Square Enix in certain cases is floundering, and at least yes, they are trying new things, as is evident by the fact that we went from hallway simulator to super open world FF 15. Right, and it didn't necessarily work, but... I can't wait to see what happens with 16.
1: Argent Esper saying, I don't know about that, Noctis's anime rip-off battle sequence seemed to be something that was unique for him. Okay, explain lightning then. How can lightning fall from the, you know, like fucking 30 stories up and, you know, still be fine? These people don't have the fucking superheroes. Sell, like, can
3: throw ourselves off a cliff and not die. Like, shit like that happens. Like, this, this then you have
1: gotta justify it through the fucking narrative if it can't just be there and inherent uh, uh, with with random people that you meet like that's
0: fucking retarded that's the dumbest shit Nika you said you have Persona 5 you just haven't played it right? Correct alright yeah, we're, we're gonna eventually come back to this because you need to play that and tell us how not immersed in that world that you are because of turn based combat
3: but it also looks like an anime it doesn't look like it's real life that's what I'm talking about when you have a what? real Why? life Why? character Why? on the screen that looks like a like a like you, okay. So, all of a so why they're th- just bouncing up and down in one spot? I can't get into that.
5: Why doesn't the art style like so turn you off, Nika? Like you've never been able to read a book or watch a different medium that's not a realistic art style and put yourself in a character's perspective. Theater, like, for example. Strange.
3: Oh no, I absolutely can I, Literally every single story I read, I am a super immersed with.
5: Right. So you've never watched an anime or an animation of some kind and put yourself in that character's shoes. Nope. Everything you watch. have. Well, then your argument's completely invalid and you're crazy. It is not. Lord, Lord, Lord Chaos She became a Lucille
1: Oh, okay Thank you for the Deus Ex Machina exp- Explanation <laughs> Fucking asshole Oh, yeah They're Lucille <laughs> Clearly they can jump off Of anything Yeah, no and, and and, and to, to, to fucking Fusion X's point Well, in 11 We can In, in 14 We can jump off Of whatever ledge we want Okay, well In 14 There's actually Falling damage And in 11 They didn't know How to code Falling <laughs> damage Into a final Into a fucking PS2 game So, yeah No, I'm, I'm willing To forgive At least some part of that.
0: I was going to, to say, look, fuck's sake, people. people no, this is, these, are, these are these shit excuses.
3: Stripe is misunderstanding what I was trying to say. I'm saying that it, there are so many ways to be immersed, but then if something like that all of a sudden feels like it's jarring with what the overall presentation is, it rips you out of the immersion.
0: With as realistic as Square Enix is making, Nika, you think that turn-based doesn't have a place in realistic graphics. Yes. So if they were to, let's say, turn back and do something stylized like Persona 5, then turn base would be fine.
3: I think so, yeah. I think it's just because the representation of what it is and how it feels is because I so much insert myself into what I'm seeing in front of me that if it doesn't look and feel like it meshes, it's going to You know, I'm just going to sit there and feel awkward. I actually
0: kind of get that a little bit. A little bit. That's
3: why another reason my bravely default worked, and another reason why I say it's better on mobile because the graphics on mobile are nowhere near like a PS4. Then, and I feel like it works a lot better in that context. So okay. it doesn't matter yeah, except- if it's
2: on mobile or if it's on the platform. It just depends on the art style, Nika, it,
3: it, in the overall presentation of it. I suppose.
5: Just, just to play devil's advocate, keep in mind though that you know while that's I make sense what you're saying, Nika. Like you want to be immersed. I get how the more realistic the graphics, the more crazy anime like flip point, flippant, right? That characters become. I get how you could be jarred from that but keep in mind not everyone who plays these games is there to be immersed some people just like passive storytelling some people just like the gameplay like there's a lot of reasons people like the franchise so FF10 worked
0: great and it had the same it was, thing it was, here that you said that you're you know not happy with yeah. Yeah, So it was
5: like Final Fantasy right. 10 not realistic enough
2: is 12 not realistic enough 13 not realistic enough but 15 FF was too realistic for turn
3: based was hit or miss for me um, I thought it was it was an upgrade because you got to swap your characters out mid battle and you got to there was a lot more you could do with FF tens turn base than you could with like FF nines. So I thought it was definitely an upgrade and it was on the right track. But I will say there were a few battles where I felt like it should have been more fast paced, and it wasn't. And I'll say I did kind of lose it. Well, ten well, is probably my favorite FF. Well, but it just there was so much that I feel like they could have done more with it with how much they upgraded to the PS2, but that's why they did so many freaking flipping cutscenes in FF10, because they're like, look how pretty we can make it. Yeah,
1: okay, but, but listen, listen, if FF15 took 10 years to fucking make, whatever the reason for that was, and it goes too photorealistic, then why wouldn't Square Enix... At least attempt to to try something a little bit different, especially now that they've been doing this for 10 years and do something a little bit different with Final Fantasy 16. And and the th- they've got to figure out how to
0: cut down on cost. Okay, well, stylized graphics, stylized graphics, also cuts down on the time needed as well. Sure,
3: yeah. If and
1: then that, that way, and then that way, if you want to make a game full of K-pop fuck boys, you can go <laughs> and do it in another franchise that doesn't call itself Final Fantasy, and it doesn't do
2: damage to the overall fucking brand. What if they I called Final saying, Fantasy Fifteen Final Reality One? There
0: you, you go, well, you might right, be right, onto right, something.
5: Working working work title, working title. But
3: you're but you're the one sitting here that's saying, "Oh, it looks so realistic in a real
0: world." Oh, but they're jumping around and warping
3: around. It's fantasy.
0: It's No, we're fine with that, Nika. We were fantasy. saying that in regards to what you were saying. You you're were saying Nika. Th- Yeah, you were saying that in FF7 what they do wouldn't look right in a realistic setting. Yet you have knocked us doing that by warping around that's no. That's not what it I'm saying. It, that, I, I am able mm. no, as as a very well, he has a imaginative ring that person, that. a
3: a literature. Um, major like somebody who gets really into books and literature and the way that it's told, I can immerse myself in any world if the world is presented okay. properly. This was presented to me as a world where magic exists. It made right. me believe that. So then I d- that doesn't rip me out of it at all. Yeah. Okay. okay. So then cause, again, cause, that's yeah, not a every,
4: problem. Well,
1: every world where magic exists, you also have Dragon Ball Z style fights. Right? I was gonna say,
0: see, th- then then that's not a problem again with turn-based, that's a problem well, with the way the world is presented. And and honestly, I think maybe. that's the thing that I've been trying to get through to you this whole time. The fact that Pokemon still does it, the fact that Persona does it, the fact that it worked with all the other FFs, it's not turn-based itself that has ever been the problem. It's right. always within the way that it is presented. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree You're with not,
3: that. Yeah, not entirely wrong. I just... I thought again
0: she still can't agree with you well
3: we have we, we have we <laughs> no, have str- like, no I agree I understand more what your point is like you're not entirely wrong I just feel
2: like like but the, you're not entirely world, right either if,
3: if somehow they could present to me a world that looks so realistic and has magic but for some reason people don't know how to swing more than once every 60 seconds if you can somehow make me believe that that's like a feasible batting battle system for that world which are presented in like there's some kind of motion block on people and like they made me believe that it was oh my real. god i okay. might be able oh to get my behind god. Nika, 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 are, are so you can't games? suspend your
1: no, immersion yeah. <laughs> for
2: like three seconds or, to or, make a, to make a fucking decision right or yeah. how about in final fantasy 15 where you have an action bar that depletes as you're running but oh if you press the button at the right time then you have more stamina again yeah, that's that's fine with you nika is that fine? I mean, come on! You're is you're, your you're really not suspended. You're really
1: parsing out very, very oh odd God. points to to try to argue. To harm or harm.
3: In, in, What what allows me to feel like the world is believable or not? In every form That's of
0: media, it. you have <laughs> to have a certain suspension of disbelief. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right.
3: But it has to also make me believe it. Like there are a lot of stories where the worlds are presented properly, but if something feels off, like I'll tell you, my biggest pet peeve in literature is when you write a three-year-old character and they act like they're fifteen. Like I hate child Like that kind of stuff rips me out of the story. I'm like, man, you have such a great story. The characters are great. Then here's this child who's supposed to be a prodigy, but me who knows how child developed, no matter how big of a prodigy that three year old is, there's no way they can comprehend things on a level of a 15-year-old. You just cannot do that's it. That's fine. So but- you write a character, it rips me out and all of a sudden that piece of literature is garbage to me.
0: That's fine I can I, I can. And I can. But okay, the ba- exactly. and, a, and a battle
1: system In FF15 Or in a Final Fantasy game Is going to do the same thing So Juxta
0: yeah. I no yeah, longer I have
2: asthma My sprint button Is just broke Oh Well that yeah. makes sense Just just try pressing the button At the right time It's broke. You'll, you'll, get, you'll get better Strife We appreciate having you on
1: While Nika has just Taken the floor And taken the <laughs> I, The, 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 the take course the floor, of the like Conversation No that's the par- That's the problem Nika Is that you're not letting Strife get a word in
5: edgewise He was our caller No you were Cutting me out. It's the um, average Average raid night It's fine Oh,
1: oh no Bullshit. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm cutting off I'm cutting off Nika Only to make good points So uh, oh, Strife uh, Str- I love you Strife thanks for uh, Hanging out Was there any end thought that you Wanted to give us Before we let you go
5: yes one last thing so okay. uh i don't know who said it earlier i think it was callow but someone mentioned that you know between seven and eight and nine even ten it felt like uh, the series was iterating right and it felt like there was some small improvements but it still felt final fantasy yeah it, th- i think the reason for that if you look at the timeline is that there was actually only a year or two for most of the franchise yeah. between each game yep yeah. I and as soon as i think it was 12 came out suddenly there's these huge gaps there's like I think it's like six or seven years between. And uh, that's also and
0: that's also when Spirits Within broke SquareSoft, and they had to be bought out by yes. Enix, and they became Square Enix. That's Correct. where all yeah. the problems started. Fuck you, Enix.
1: No, and 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 honestly, when you have a merger that size, and you have two companies that are coming together that are that monolithic, you're of course going to get. A lot of decisions like that And um, you know it, it Makes a lot of sense why it Took so long but you also Had you know the departure of a lot Of talent here nobu sakaguchi went off to Start Mistwalker studios mm-hmm. you Had nobuo uematsu who uh, Who also left his exclusive Contract with square enix so You know you did have a talent drain Around that time a- as well So you have a lot of new talent and you've Got a lot of new people who have got to figure out how to Work together for maybe the first time and And so it makes sense that maybe, you know, for five years, for maybe even 10 years that your development is thrown into chaos. But Strife, I think that, you know, you bring up a really good point that, you know, look at look at the amount of downtime that the series gets now between entries. and, And I think that that's that's a very apt observation that, you know. Um, It's not necessarily a a one-to-one indication that there's something going wrong, but that the development has certainly changed around the Final Fantasy franchise, and I don't know that it's been for the better, but it has definitely been since 11 that this has happened and i and i and i have to believe that at least in that in some small part that that was due to Hironobu Sakaguchi's influence over the franchise
0: i'm sure there's probably right. also some of that, that can be attributed to the whole you know triple a ballooning crap as well i mean right? yes that is part of it too but
1: i know that like when I,
3: each final fantasy was coming out from what i remember Looking back on the different games, like FF7 was a huge hit. FF8 comes out and they're like, Man, like it's okay, but it's not FF7. It really doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy. Then FF9 comes out and they're like, Man, it's not FF eight. FF eight was a Final Fantasy. FF9 really doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy. Then 10 comes out and they're like, Man, this is weird. It's not like FF9. You no, it like, never felt like that. Like, no. I've yeah, never I mean, heard, like heard we that. We even... of it. In as really no, was hardcore it was going back to the roots. Of, yeah. Of the but there was I mean, FF9 at first, like, there were people that really appreciated it went back to like the FF5 style, but it wasn't oh. like the realistic so then people complained about it but then when the next one came out they then they loved it and i feel like even with ff12 like people there was so much backlash with ff12 but then did you guys see that uh was it a 4chan list of like the top 100 uh oh RPG? don't even and
0: don't even, even, are, even you, FF12, are you referencing a 4chan list okay, nika this is this a fairly good list i'll oh come on, on. Because, yeah, because it was so big, you could just have I, everything on there, and as maybe, long as you agree with five of them, you're there. like, FF "Oh, okay." Can I use my Nika?
5: My Mika mute? I mean, it'll it'll mute yeah, you too. Listen,
0: but listen, I feel like
3: I FF, think, FF games no. over time then get a, a a a feel of oh, this is what a Final Fantasy was because of the nostalgia of it, because of the feel of it. I say give FF fifteen like six or seven years, and it'll people will say that about. <laughs> no, it. Okay, no so I don't. Every no. Here, here's your
2: here's their deal breaker, Nika. People don't say that about Final Fantasy thirteen at all.
3: Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Like,
1: At is all. The so
2: your theory <laughs> is bust. And,
1: and the thing is, is that 12, there were some, I mean, 12 still had some turn based ish elements. It felt, it actually felt a lot like 11 did. And 11 made some concessions on the turn based portion of the combat because it had to work online. And that people really understood. And then it was like 13 came out and it was like, the fuck? fuck is all of this shit but to
3: be fair 13 stripped a lot of ff things that 15 still has like the type of exploration The battle theme town. Like there's so many things That were not in 13 That are in any FF That FF15 but
1: see, but see Nika I don't remember that sentiment at all I do remember that Going from 7 to 8 Where people were like Man People eight, hated the draw system 8 looks so good But it's not a good game I do remember that And then 9 came out And 9 was like A a million percent return to form I can, I can Literally yeah. everyone I it knew Every magazine I was reading at the time Was just like like Final Fantasy fucking nine and it was a ra- see here's the thing and this is why I remember this so specifically Nika it's because you went and play online to read the code no oh <laughs> it's because it's because at the time I was such a big fan of Legend of Dragoon and oh, yeah. I was going guys you got to play Legend of Dragoon and everyone was like eh, I'm playing FF9 I'm like <laughs> I'm playing Final Fantasy nine too but I just finished Legend of Dragoon and you need to fucking play it and not even none of my friends played Legend of, Legend of Dragoon, and it used to fucking... Dra- knew- Nika, you were not my friend when I was fucking
0: 12, no, okay? No, I know
3: that, but I'm saying I knew a lot of people that played Dragoon.
0: Also keep in mind too that Sakaguchi himself says that FF9 ...is the Final Fantasy. Yeah. I, well, but I mean... Yeah. But but the, here's the thing, and this is the one that blows
1: the hole into all of this, Nika, is that the black hole of, of positivity, which I know that those two things don't normally go together, but the black hole of positivity <laughs> that exists around Final Fantasy X, now with the fucking rose-colored glasses that everyone puts on about <laughs> it, too... Is obnoxious and I fucking hated Ten. I used to fucking Aww. bag on Ten because I was like, "Fucking Legend, Legend of Dragoon was a better love story, man." <laughs> oh <my> I swear <laughs> to God, I was it that was fucking it was guy. Left. It was a better love story, wasn't it? Yes, you're thank still you. that guy. The I am love still story that. Story of Dra-
0: Legend of Dragoon. Yes,
1: man. yes, it was better than Titus and Unit.
0: Guys, Titus and Unit had underwater sex.
1: I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's hot. You're not delicious. T-
0: anyway.
3: T- t-
2: <laughs> but Under anyway, anyway but, no, like, but no, but no, you're not
3: wrong. I agree with you about all of that. But I will say that, like, almost every single person I knew was like, "Yeah, FF nine was good," blah blah blah. And then when they replayed it as an adult, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize how much I how good it actually
1: was." That, and but that's that was actually, actually different for me. The, but, but, but that's different from what you're talking and about, and though.
3: Played it, yeah. The and first... I feel like, so now everyone considers FF nine one of the greatest ones. And while well, people liked it, then. They didn't feel it. It was so great until they got older. And I feel like that's where the sentiment comes from now.
0: Uh, well, guess what? We're all older right now. Nika, our, our opinions of 15 aren't going to change. Yeah. Well, like like what you're talking about is having perspective as an adult, because I was one of those people that played FF nine. And, and when I did FF 10 was already in development and we knew a lot about it. Right. And so one of the reasons that I didn't like FF nine was because they're like these little cartoon characters. And I'm looking right. at what 10 is and I'm like, right. what the fuck is this bullshit? I felt like it was rushed because they were working on FF10 on the PS2. Yeah. But then, yeah, when I became an adult and I went back and played it again, I'm like, holy shit, this is Like, fantastic. wow, it's a great game, right? But since we're all adults now, well, there's not much more perspective that we're going to gain when we go back and play FF15 I and agree. go, so, we were wrong, guys. What, this you, Hot Topic no, shit I, is making okay, a I, comeback. I Get out this saying. fishnet sleeves. But you look at the type of
3: media that's coming out nowadays, and it's because all of us who grew up with this media are now adults. Everything that's coming out is for the nostalgia. So you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna release an FF that plays on the nostalgia. You're gonna be like, "Oh, see, look, it's Starlight." They're FF. already but it's doing all that gonna with play re-releases on nostalgia, and everyone's gonna buy it and you're gonna like see it successful because it was good. And you're like, "No, it's because they know their target audience." They know that the nostalgia is what sells right now. That's where they're going to go. So it's it's. The they same.
1: don't know their
2: target audience. They, they, they totally. Do. They well, don't okay. know their
1: target audience, <laughs> and their development takes so long that they lose their target audience before it comes oh, out. Okay. That's
0: such a great all right, point I totally too. Agree.
1: I totally agree. Uh, everyone right. who yes. is interested so, in fucking J-pop is now that like they now have done. actual jobs and they have to listen well, to fucking where, Katy Perry all day.
3: That's where Pokemon oh. succeeded with Sun and Moon, and that's where a lot of movies are succeeding oh, right my now. God, with we're the,
1: back to Pokemon. Design. Uh, yeah. How do we get back yeah, to poker? Well, but you're stop. not.
3: No, Shut, Nika.
1: Let Strife get in his final comments so that he can <laughs> move on with his day.
5: His I was, I was, I was just gonna say the whole point I was trying to make here is that. There's so many things that happen as a ripple effect when they wait that long in between titles, right? The whole point of them going from one to the next every two years or so is because that they can iterate and they know their audience and they, they know what people are looking for. It's not just the technology gap. It's not just the things that happened around the 2010-2011 frame. I know that was also a factor, but it's also the fact that if you know your target audience in 2010 – by 2012, you still have a good idea of how they're evolving and changing. But if you wait six fucking years, shit's shit's not going to make sense. And that's great point. What happened? Great point.
1: Strife, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it
0: as always. Also appreciate your patience with Nika. Yeah.
3: Oh my gosh, I was did not dominate the call.
0: I'm sorry that Raid Knight is probably always like that. It is
3: actually not.
0: Uh huh. I'll ask Senpai later. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> please, please do. <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, if you want to give us a call and if you want to bitch at us and tell us why we're wrong, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, limitbreakradio.com, slash Discord to join in on the conversation. Uh, so how much of this interview do we have
0: uh, You know what? That's pretty much the Euro game interview. I mean, we went even so beyond where I thought that conversation would take us. Again, I apologize. I did not mean <laughs> to put Nika on the defensive about no, FF15 like,
3: I'm happy with that conversation.
0: <laughs> I mean, we did actually make a little bit of ground with you, I feel like. Uh, you're still bad at stuff. But also, but, you
3: also understand a little bit where I'm coming from, and I understand more about where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, I so, mean, it's still day, wrong,
2: but... Yeah, it doesn't make you any more right. Yeah, yeah, you're super. Sorry, but,
3: opinions cannot be but wrong.
0: I,
2: mm, ah. I think Trump's a great person. <laughs> mm. That's an opinion, right? It's an opinion. Yeah, super so, wrong. Am I not wrong,
1: asshole, But
3: wrong is not the correct. I word. think
2: that Juxta is thin. That's okay. that. That's that's a, that's an that's a, that's, a, that's a fact.
3: Objective opinion.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a. I mean, it's not I an just, opinion. like who would you think is fat then?
3: I mean, it, people that grow up the with like, a lot of Oprah? obese people in their life These might feel in that Oprah. way. Like, it's definitely no. subjective. You can't. <laughs>
0: All right, but we do have this interview from Dual
1: Shockers. So are we, which, wait, we're, we're saying that Chris isn't a p- fat piece of shit now? No, no, he's definitely a fat piece of oh, okay. shit. That was I'm an example
0: sure. of a wrong opinion. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So this uh, this interview from Dual Shockers touches a little bit more on some things that we can actually uh, experience and look forward to <laughs> in the game. Can we? Please yeah. look forward really? to it. Really? Yeah. So uh, apparently one of the things that they plan on doing uh, in regards to this whole player housing thing is they are going to come out, I think they said, with, with like four new wards per district, and uh, they plan on keeping a close eye on it. They also mentioned uh, there is no plans for Ishgard housing. Period, guys.
2: None. None? None.
3: Oh,
2: It's not happening. When am I going to get Ishgard housing? It's not yet? happening. But I want Ishgard it's housing. Not, it's every, not happening. Every question that we have to ask now from
1: now until the end of time. Is it has to be about Ishgard? Housing. When is Ishgard housing? Coming?
0: But we want Ishgard housing, and and they said that that could be a possibility, but now they're like no.
2: But no. we want Ishgard housing.
0: But you know what might be that's a that's
2: rude. I think that's rude. Why would you do that to your audience? So like the weeb's get their stupid housing. Yeah, hold on, I have something for you guys because they, they, they also Cutter said the housing. They also this is asked, racist. Yeah, guys, there,
1: this is white genocide.
0: <laughs> there is something
1: what? here for you, okay? I don't know. It's just it's white people that live they in Ishgard, right? Yeah, Dual so. shocker. Okay, asked. well that's white genocide. Well, well it's like elves. white
0: it's it's like elves. So Only this it. is white elf genocide. They're not all white though, it's just elf they're genocide. Just okay, just fine, elves. it's elf genocide. And then
3: it's right, and then it is
0: It's what? actually Elvon genocide.
2: Well there's not black elves in Ishgard. Are you sure?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: the elves
3: are
1: all different I mean, Are there are any black people in this game? <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: There's like Barely The, the Dusk elvons Oh yeah that's in the, right In the forest Okay That's not <laughs> but, quite the same thing but I, No oh, no
0: I don't think we see Very many black NPCs
2: I, I, I Honestly I don't What about those two guys That die in the Stormblood campaign Aw. Why they got it? Why you gotta be? Why you gotta be racist like that? I'm not racist. Square Enix is racist. I'm not the one. Well, no, killing I black am people. saying that
1: Square Enix is racist okay. because they don't know how to
2: program in black people. Yeah, but I'm not racist for this. <laughs> okay, I see. But you are racist. Well, let's not get into that. <laughs> All right, this next
0: one's for uh, for Juxta here. They said, uh, are there any plans to further develop the squadron features? Oh, good. Yes, obviously there is. Uh, they said that they do want to add more special missions and also open up dungeons, more dungeons to do with your squadron. So, stuff that we figured there would be.
1: And, I mean, then, I mean Square Enix does know what a black character looks like because <laughs> Sa- Saz, right?
3: And Saz is actually.
1: Barret? Yeah, every black character and, has uh, a throw. So Heroes
3: in FF8 also?
1: So, wait a minute, why can't I make. A black character in FF14. Well, can. you can. You can.
0: The I mean, can. You, but, they but don't. you gotta, you they gotta, don't. Uh, like,
1: you gotta go to such great lengths there's to. There's no default black character. Right. What is up with that? I mean, you can, you can get kind of close ish, but I mean.
2: I mean, you, well, you, you can It's kind of
1: fucked up, isn't it? You can go pretty black. That's, it's pretty fucked up, isn't it, though? I mean. I mean, it's yeah. Not, no, not I, fucked up. I'm, I'm saying, yeah, you can go comically black, but. <laughs> There's, like, no, like, if you wanted to try to match skin tone to, you know. I'm
3: mm. pretty sure you can.
1: Mm.
2: Maybe. But. Have you ever tried, Nika? You know what? Go make a character right now. Show us how black you can be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Not comically black.
5: Not, yeah. not like that racist character
2: in Dragon don't, Ball don't Z. Don't be racist about it, Nika. Realistically black.
3: Okay, I'll try, but okay, I won't
1: not racistly black because of the yeah. question. Some of it is a genuine question because I've never tried.
0: Uh, but <laughs> Juxta, this one's for stuff. you. This is a, this is a question yeah. that Dual Shockers. For me. Yes, had the forethought to to answer. Can is we it take, about
2: the bunny suit? Can we take our
0: retainers on missions with our squadrons? No. Why would you ask that? No This would take a tremendous amount of work Yeah, no but what, a, what
1: would? Wait, what would?
0: So that you can take your retainers on missions with your squadrons Basically make your retainers a squadron person now Oh wait, so you're talking like uh, Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, okay So yeah, this would take a tremendous amount of work It would? But it's a good idea I will pass this oh, along Jesus. to the proper person okay.
2: Why? But Ishgard housing No No That's just making a zone Literally just making a zone no. Hmm. And, and furnishing items. You know what, uh, guys, uh, people at Square Enix, I'm going to give you this idea for free. How about if, a contest? If you're not sure how to make Ishgard housing, like all like the little fences and houses and stuff, i uh, just have a contest uh, for you to farm out the work to uh, people who have no life.
0: <laughs> Did the incentives to help dispense populations of the larger servers at the start of Stormblood work? Yoshi says that though some of the incentives may have caused small problems, that overall it has helped to push players out to smaller realms. They're still keeping an eye on not only server populations, but the level disparity in how many users are active at any one time, and should it need further consideration in the future, destination servers could change, along with the incentives in the future that it warrants, but Yoshi says that yes, the servers are as healthy as they've been.
1: So they're not healthy? I mean, yeah, if I was gonna... Say like just objectively By logging in
0: They are as healthy As they've ever been
1: (laughs) I mean I guess but,
0: But that's Dude that's the thing though Is
1: that Haven't they given us Enough tools To be able to not Feel the effects Of low
0: server populations Well, yeah, so if you stay in Relger's reach and just use Duty Finder, you're not going to be able to know the difference.
2: Okay, hold on, hold on. But that's not even Duty Finder the way that we're used to Duty Finder. That's fucking now cross-server Duty Finder. That's true. Yeah. Fusion in the chat says, the interview never says, no, we're not doing Ishgard housing. He says, it says, we're busy with other stuff at the moment, so I can't say anything else about housing right now. We're not getting Ishgard. There's no Ishgard housing. We're not getting it. We're not getting it. Stop it.
0: Now, you you would think Fusion... Don't listen to Fusion. Sorry, cheerleader Yoshi P. Right. As much as you get to hang out and talk with them, you think you would speak their language a little better, buddy.
1: I mean, I mean, unless you're trying to tell us that you know something we don't.
0: Oh, do you know something we? D- I mean, because because oh, that's, th- that's the thing. That's the thing is that us. we
1: we don't get to be all buddy buddy with Square Enix. So we have to interpret their thoughts. That's right. We have to smell their farts instead of being able to sniff their yeah, asshole. Yeah, call us up, buddy. Let us know what you have to say. We have to be able to interpret
2: their farts instead of being able to read the fucking ass stench. Interpretive ass farting dancing. <laughs> Interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The next question.
0: Because of Rauvan's involvement in the MSQ, Olda played a big role in the expansion story. As the story goes on, can we expect to see the spotlight shine back on Gridania or Limsa? He basically goes on to say that Doma is still a very, very oh. new nation. So, you know, as we're getting that back on its feet, there's a lot of stories to tell there. Oh, okay. come on. And Why? Jesus. And he says that to go any further Queer. would be
2: spoilers. Clear. Clear. <laughs> queer, queer, rejected, queer, <laughs> or uh, Queer rejected, Rich, queer, queer,
0: or uh, Look how queer. focused he is on his drops <laughs> over there. Like he's like, I gotta get these just right. Oh my god. <sighs> so yeah, um honestly, I, and to be fair, I don't really want to go back to Doma or Alamigo, but I don't really want to go back to Kradania or Limza
2: either. I don't want to go back to Uldah. Uh,
0: yeah. I don't, they, and, I don't want like,
1: to go back. Dude, this was my fucking problem with it, though, is that I knew that even at the time that they were announcing it. I was like, okay, you know, Alamigo's kind of interesting, but how much can they get out of that? Oh, Doma.
0: How much can they get out of that? Not a lot. I, I was, Not just, a lot, I was
1: hoping for anything even remotely more interesting, but fucking Doma? Really? Fuck. All right,
2: All right. so... We all know that we haven't had like the idly shire or the Mordona like building city of it's gonna uh, be Ralgar's. It's going to be Ralgar's Reach. Yeah, Ralgar's Reach. Already. Do we know that? Because I've yeah. heard reports that the Doman Reach is what's getting built up throughout the patches. Mm. When do we get to that? Huh? When do we get to that? What do you mean? We've already there. Wait, the the Doman Reach. Yeah, Kugane. No. Remember after we freed Doma and we go oh, to uh, that he place ends- where
0: like all the weird giant blobby head things are moving around? No, no, like
2: that little area after we f- we destroyed Doma. Can you even go in there as like a zone? I think you can. I think there's a fairy You're, that t- takes t- you're there.
1: talking. He's talking about the place that has the broken eighth right, that then has the fixed eighth right. Oh, no, no, I'm no? not talking about that. I'm
2: talking about this plot where Hien gives his victory speech. Oh, to, to, to like the, the twelve Domen's that are left alive. Yeah, Man, I, No, I don't. see I that. think I've read that. That's the part that's getting built. up. Where'd you read that? Like, like who's the source? Like somewhere on Reddit. Oh, good. Glad that that's well sourced. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Can I use my mute juxta, please? Yeah. <laughs> Someone in the chat can, like, back. No. no. No one in the no.
1: chat's going to do that.
2: Doman Enclave. Like, Ag- Look.
0: Unless Fusion says, yeah, I talked to Yoshi last night and he confirms this, no.
3: Oh, yeah. It's called the Domen Enclave. That place is fun to go to, but there's a bunch of NPCs there and literally nothing else.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, don't I see went
3: there that. once and I was like, oh, hey, I know where he and uh, Yugiri are. And then I never went nope. back.
2: Yep. Penguin Mint in the chat backs me up. Shut up. All right, so this next question is my personal
0: favorite, okay? You guys are going to really like how he answers this. So uh, the question was basically asked about the whole sidelining Yashtola with her injury and if that was done to sort of give Lise her chance to shine. Yeah,
3: somebody actually asked that.
0: Yeah. Now, the answer was yes and no, but let me give you the full thing here. Yo going to teach us a little something about how narratives and stories work. <clears throat> Unlike novels and movies, a video game story is a form of entertainment that accompanies a user experience. Here we go. In order for players to be compelled and invested in this experience, it is necessary to dive deeper into each character and create stories that revolve around each of them. Now, in order to create these stories, there are times when we deliberately create a scenario that lessens a certain character's chance to take the limelight. Although we aren't saying this is the exact reason why Yestola why befell her injuries, though. Yestola and the members of the Scion are very important characters, so I believe there will be opportunities for each of them to shine again in the future. That was the answer. What? So
3: that was a roundabout way of saying, yes, we didn't want to write her story, so we wrote her out.
0: I, I don't
2: that think was a it was the answer of saying anything at all. He just said at the end, like, we're not saying this is the reason, so...
0: But, but it is. Hmm. T- take, take from it what you will. Yo dumbest answer ever. Well, actually, I'm going to put that at second dumbest. The dumbest thing he's ever answered was that they have tripled the budget for Stormblood.
2: Yeah. Are that- you sure? Because I feel like that answer he said uh, when... Uh, oh, my God god like when he said like uh, stormblood's doing phenomenal and it's like the best things ever yeah i th- feel like that was uh really a terrible answer because it's pretty clearly that stormblood is like absolute failure shit show shit show would you call it shit storm i would call it blood
1: shit i mean i have to no. I, I have to i have to wonder <laughs> how many new players stormblood ended up picking up it can't be that many
0: You know, I I really wish that they would speak to us in concurrent players as opposed to just total accounts made, which, remember, includes free accounts as well. Hmm. Yeah. So this next part, oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, it's, It's about PvP, guys. Oh, good. Do you have any additional plans to improve the playability and popularity of PvP? First of all, he says that the amount of people participating has increased noticeably. And those who previously wouldn't partake are able to get involved as well. Well, that's maybe because there's no longer a bar and there's nothing to lose and only anything to gain, Yoshi P. He says that we're planning to push out three major updates in the future. One, it says, is the addition of new types of PvP modes. Beginning with the recently released Rival Wings content that came in patch 4.15, we are also planning for an update to the PvP system. Another one. We plan to make changes to some rules in line with player feedback we received. The ultimate goal behind these changes is to ramp up for the official tournaments for the Feast. Seriously? They're bringing esports back to FF14, oh, fuck guys. Off. You know, they did
3: this at FanFest and we all thought how cool it was. And then they neutered PvP. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, now is this like actual, like, interesting feast tournaments or is this like uh, random uh, queuing one look, solo look, queue. This is going to be like when they
0: rebooted the uh, amazing Spider Man with Andrew Garfield.
2: They cast a cat as Spider Man? <laughs> They, they might as well have. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Hmm. Yeah. It was better than... But is this like 4v4 feast or is this solo queue? I,
3: I would say I'm 4... F- yeah, if it's a tournament, I'm sure it's like it was at fest.
2: Like it has to, to be to 4v4 or 8v8. It has to be. It has to be. My yeah. question... Oh, yeah.
3: Well, where is the
1: tournament taking place? Who's wa- who is going to be watching this goddamn
0: nonsense? They haven't said it. Please understand please understand please understand my ass what <laughs> please look forward to <laughs> I understand your if they can get it through not. any
3: kind of official thing through Twitch and Twitch is like pushing it at all people will watch it N- I don't know that they will
0: <laughs> no. yeah. I, uh, yeah I don't know or about even, that Nico. even Blizzard's you know esports World of Warcraft thing and remember Blizzard has as much money as God only pulled in a couple hundred thousand. There aren't a couple hundred thousand people playing Final Fantasy. I can't World wait team. until a bot wins the first fucking tournament. That's oh going to be amazing. You know what? Now I want it to happen just so that can happen. Th-
1: yeah. they're, they're, we're going to show up and there's going to be an entire bank of computers for people to play
0: against. Oh boy. No one's going to be on them. It's going to look like a Trump rally. Yeah. Additionally, <laughs> in order to make for quicker matching and to help increase participation in PvP even further, we are looking to refine the time for when specific content is available to allow for players to better balance both pve and pvp play the third major update is to make final preparations for official tournaments as we push out these changes holding official events drives enthusiasm and motivation for pvp and can also be exciting for spectators we plan to incorporate these throughout the 4.x series in separate phases what i think that means juxta is right now you can go and you can just queue up for any of the pvp things at any time i think what they're probably going to do is come up with some type of system that each week a different sort of pvp is
2: featured with increased rewards that'd be fine i guess
3: that that, i mean that's a decent idea that probably should have just always been in the game
2: it's worth trying yeah
1: i mean at this point what can hurt (laughs) you know what i mean like (laughs) why not try it sure Fuck it! It can't. It can't possibly. It can't possibly right. go over worse than fucking up Eureka. So yeah, let's put this out instead. Sure. That's, yeah, that's hard to argue okay. with. Yeah, that's hard to argue with. Yep. Uh, what are your plans for the next expansion? If this is, if this answer is anything but goddamn Eureka and all Eureka,
0: then I am fucking done. Let's skip this question. <laughs> Wait. No, what's the answer? We've already started working on it. I've already completed a text-based storyboard for the opening trailer.
2: God damn it! Bye. (laughs) I mean, it's not unsurprising, so... Uh... Did you think you already started working on it? I... Well, they would have to have already started working on it.
3: I
0: I don't... (laughs) Work on the expansion you have! But it's already uh, out. Why bother? Yeah, exactly. Um, not only is it already out, you're behind on stuff. Well, yes. Yeah, you're it's ar- behind. You wanted Rival Wings to come out on launch. So you, I mean, you are... No, 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 Nika. They <laughs> are, by their own admission... Oh, I'm not defending them. ...behind schedule <laughs> on the current expansion of but you're already working on the next expansion. Oh, you want to know why? Guys, I bet they got five times the budget for the next expansion (laughs) than they did for this one here.
3: I actually think that all of us here would be totally okay with them pushing back the next expansion by six months if they fix everything wrong with their
2: game right now. Nah, see, what I want them to do is just uh, double down on the next expansion and be like, look, Stormblood's only going to have three patches total, and uh, uh, after that, we're going to give you a a brand new expansion that's That's... 100% better. That changes the game. The dragons have come. that's true. The dragons have come.
3: If they were willing to come out right now and say, we know that this is shit, this is shit, and we didn't change this... We fucked up. Here's a new expansion that changes things. Uh, okay, I I think, but they're not they're work. not gonna
0: because everything no, we've seen not. them say is oh, subscriber
2: base is as high as it is. We We're pushing out as much content as we ever have. Yeah, but if uh, if Square Enix took a page out of Blizzard's book and said, look, we know this is Warlords of Drainer. We know it's shit. So it's gonna be shit for the next like year or so. But after that, we're gonna have all new content. We're gonna have brand new thingies. You know what? The Here's thingies the are gonna be awesome. Here's I wish the they would problem. Just admit that they realize where their flaws are. Here's the problem, though,
0: guys. They talk around it. Even if they did, do you take the
2: bait? Do you believe them? Sure. They'd be like, all right. I mean, I'm not gonna, like, actually, like... Why? I would
3: believe them only if they were very forthcoming about realizing where they messed up. Like, instead, they're trying to talk around their flaws and say, yeah, but... Look forward to this next okay, thing without you know fully what? admitting. If they were flat out and say, we know we haven't changed the system. We hear you that it sucks. We apologize. We're going to fix it. We pro-. Like, if they came out and acknowledged their yeah. failures mm-hmm. like they did with 1.0 and blew up the world and started 2.0, they, they, they admitted, hey, this game sucks so much we're not going to charge you till we feel like it's worth paying for. Like, if they came out and said something like that, I would be willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. But they are not going to come out and say something
2: like that. No, sure. they, I know they won't. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying if they did that, I'd be like... All right, let's see what you got. Yeah, exactly. Two cats yelling says Yoshi will only admit mistakes Tanaka made, not his own.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he's, he's I think that's actually a more. very oh. apt observation.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Two cats yelling shots fired. Dude, that is 100% true. See,
3: his I own think. fuck ups they spin as a good thing. They spin them as something that, oh, it was something we tried, and it's it's laying the groundwork for the next good thing. Please look forward to it. Cash.
0: Hashtag let's be real Yo only admits Tanaka's mistakes Not his own Facts Alright we're almost done With this interview here uh, They said Return to East Is a very fun And challenging raid <laughs> Can we expect more like it And he said, moving forward, I'd like to provide content that isn't necessarily more difficult than it is now, but ensures that we don't use that element of thrill and excitement that comes with it. And he specifically points... What, like engagement? Like make it boring? (laughs) No, but he he (laughs) says that there are a few mechanics in Return to Evil East that were brand new mechanics, and he suspects that that's something that, A, attributes to the difficulty, because it's new stuff that you're learning, and also to the excitement. So they don't necessarily aim to be like, let's make this more difficult, but along with new and exciting stuff... That's kind of also included in the package,
2: and the new new mechanics count as the new content. So of course they I want to praise Yoshi uh, P yeah. and for their when new they ex- content. They continually
3: come up with new mechanics every single time, and they deliver. At least it's starting something in the right direction. Yeah,
1: I'll 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 second that. I'll echo <laughs> with, that. With something. the
3: twenty-four man raids, I will accept new mechanics every single raid. That uh, I mean, I will accept that.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that the stuff that they did in Evil East, uh, you know, Return to Evil uh, fucking rabid nasty, um, it was all good. It was all like you know the the stuff with the pillars on yeah, the I was second everyone boss, loves like the pillar shit. I was just about yeah. To bring that up. The pillars was an
0: incredibly the creative Simon mechanics. Says mechanics and like the the disorient. Uh, yeah, yeah. all yeah. of the, yeah. that. Yeah. 20 finger thing is so much show. fun. I love it. They yeah. did some really really fun shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I I definitely I agree with that a wholeheartedly. Now now Yoshi, if you hear this section of the show, that doesn't mean take those same mechanics and copy and paste them next time. It means come up with but new ones. Right. different next time. time that are clever a yes. <laughs> now lastly uh, uh dual shockers pointed to the the recent success of the re-release of final fantasy 12 the zodiac age it's been doing very very well and with also the success of the final fantasy 12 raid and how much people seem to be uh, uh uh enjoying it and engaging in it he wanted to know if vieras are back on the table as a possible race in the future he said we shall see. Ah. Conversations on new races and jobs in FF14 is super top secret. I would be risking my life if I were to talk about it. Let us say that only the Mother Crystal oh
2: knows. Oh my God.
1: If they, can, if they can make Vieras close enough in character model to another race that are already exists. Elvon. Or, it's going to be
3: Elvon's height and build with Mikote's features. And the an
1: animation, like, yeah.
3: But I feel like... That would drive me nuts if that's what they did. Like if they—it's like the
1: opposite. But that's of what a they have to road. do. That's what they have to do.
3: I mean, I know, but I feel like they have so much, like you male t- bunnies.
2: Yeah, yeah. Gross. No. But I feel incoming like they have race change
3: so much possibility to take the viera and make them a little bit like tweak them a little bit because again ara are just a copy of mikotes with just like yeah different like they just if they give vieras please don't just make them mikotes with longer well feet. and here's I the thing so they upset.
0: they can do that as well because obviously look the elvon are, are or the Elizin. sorry the <laughs> we Elezen, keep calling him Elvon. I, he keeps calling him elvon and yeah, i'm like the fuck are you talking about right? no no and, and that that's, that's the actually the thing. exact point that I was going to make is that t- we technically have Elizin, not elvon right and and we have Rogadin, not Golka Like, like they're they subtle changes To where you're right Nick. If they wanted to To basically remake Viera in a different image They absolutely could Especially if they're Going to include Male Vieira They shouldn't No they shouldn't I think we should get Female Vieira And male Banga
3: you know that would be Never cool. Played. I would be down for that. Why? There's
2: no male way they would bon- they would ever do that cuz that would include making two new races. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. also bonga are so
3: differently yeah. like built than a humanoid type of character that they'd have to re-graphic every single armor. Yeah,
2: I agree with I'm that. I'm not sure they would do that. No, it would take them too long. You know what? No Viera, add bonga male and female. Okay, I'm cool with that. All right, guys. And Nika has to be a bongo.
0: Okay, I'm also cool with that. Yeah. No. Make the bongo more muscular and more buffer than the row are because that's the reason that that but Nika it has plays to be the feminine, row.
3: feminine, but strong.
0: They have, bu- Wait, they have to be butt. They have to be butt strong. <laughs>
3: oh
1: my God. Why do they have to
3: be butt strong? <laughs> Nika has butt an, strong. Hang on, this is a new hey, defining. My character has the most toned butt
0: on the. Spider. This is well, but this you. is
1: the this is a brand new defining feature for Roganins. Why do Roganins have to be butt strong?
0: <laughs> what does that even mean? Does it mean that they can like take a cock in the ass and be okay? They don't, or, or they don't no get or loose? or
1: can they can they like uh, lift like, weights with their butt? So,
0: yeah, you that's you what I was thinking. English is that they clench.
1: Well, and yeah. are able to to lift weights.
0: Yeah, and, and as a result, they don't Stop gape talking. as easily. Stop talking. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you guys to send your gaping uh, Rogan uh, fan art to Nika, please. Oh God, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> to get, Nika. Oh my God, we're to gonna Nika. get
1: we're gonna get so many Rogan goatsy gapes. It's gonna be fucking
0: horrific. No, no, send them to Nika on Twitter. <laughs> Specifically, no one else—not Limit Break Radio, not Final Encounter Cast. Tanika—that's LBR Nika. That's
2: Holy shit! What did we do? You, you can send them to me too. What did we do? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure Nika gets that. <laughs> All right,
1: guys, that's going to be it here for Limit Break Radio today. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it as always. If you want to support content like this, patreon.com slash limit break radio. Although, you know what? Some of the times, not really sure why you would. <laughs> but seriously, thank you guys for hanging out uh, here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. Stick around. Our uh, weekly re air of the Checkpoint Radio Show, Not the podcast. The show is coming up next here on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. I want to thank everyone who called in today. Uh, Strife as well as Shiro. If you want to call in, make sure that you join us live here on Sundays. And, of course, to my crew. Juxtaposition. Nika Kayanian. Kalo Landis. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Ineiro Grigori, Kahlo Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy fourteen and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeshi, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Shira Nexi Nexian Theta, brian alexander tommy carlson hirsch and fellow limit break radio listeners to support limit break radio visit patreon.com slash limit break radio opening music in this episode from daniel Lambie. listen to man with the machine gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash daniel lamby metal gamer closing music in this episode provided by husky by the geek listen to this and other great final fantasy 14 and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash husky by the geek in game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. Remember, say your prayers, take your vitamins, so that you, too, can become butt strong.